Hello, welcome to this, a very special episode 50 of the Northern Invasion podcast. And we're all together, all four of us have, have come together on this auspicious day uh, to talk about, well, stuff. So there's myself, Stu West, and I'm joined by Scott Smith. Evening all. By Liam Watt. Afternoon. And Nathan Watson. Guten Tag. So there you go. So 50, we were just saying it's like it's pretty much two years to the the week that we started. So that 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 means that we've done like, I don't know, one every other week on average for the uh, the last two years, which is pretty good. So well done. An accomplishment. And some people have listened to them all. So there you go. <laughs> well done. And it Jesus, is a bad day. It's actually listened to every single episode. I don't know. I don't know if anybody has. Maybe they have. I hope just, I ju- just used you when you do us editing. All that editing, yeah. Rigorous editing. Uh, <laughs> Rigorous quality control. <laughs> Rigorous. Uh, with a capital R. So, But it is a sad day. I've, I've, I've not got Brewdog for this 50th one. Um, normally, I would, I would, of course, be quaffing said drinks. But I have got a Brewdog glass. Um, so I'm having to drink wine this evening because I've drunk all glass. No, no, it's a, it's like a, a brew dog. Um, Chalice. I don't know what it is. It's 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 like a it's a, an half pint sort of a glass. Hipster, hipster volume. I, I tend to I tend to use it as a as my wine glass. So it, it's good because you can get like two and a half uh, glasses of this for every bottle of wine or whatever it works out at. So yeah, it's pretty good. Probably two and a half bottles per glass. Oh no, no, no! Heavens no, heavens no! We we drink responsibly. Uh, so yeah, so I'm on. What am I on? Actually, uh, me and Monsieur Jones. So there you go. It, I I thought it was a bit counting crows. So I uh, <laughs> yeah, I decided to watch for that. There you go. Yeah, Liam won't get that. I'm on Sprite. Oh, I think I know now what the the outro music's going to be. Yeah, so there we go. Um, so yeah, so uh, aside from that, is everybody well? Yeah, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Drink my mug of tea at least. Nothing quite as exciting as yours. Covid negative. Covid negative once again. <laughs> Cup of tea. God, it started. Yeah. Well, we've we've gone up to sixteen confirmed cases now since the beginning up on sunny Orkney. So there you go. Um, up in the world. Yeah, yeah, we. I think we had for a little while we were topping the ratios per hundred thousand because we had a a fishing boat that that somebody went out on the lash by the sounds of it in in Aberdeen and and then infected his uh his crew, uh, the rest his colleagues. So um that was a big boost. We got nine people all at once. Uh, Scandal. Uh, I think take... Aberdeen got a lot more from that that guy <laughs> than you did. <laughs> <laughs> he must have had a big night, did he? Yeah, well, he, did. Just I think he hit like he hit like ten pubs. He's <laughs> going for it. I think I think that this this fisherman was in the same the same pub or the, something. Did you see the headline? It was in uh, I saw it on like BBC News or something last week. It was a uh, somewhere in I'm sure it was Canada. Was it? There was a there was, mm. it was like a strip club somewhere. <laughs> yeah, there's been a hot spot. <laughs> Those strippers need masks. Yeah, it, it was going to get shut, shut down. So a bit of contact tracing going on there. You think, uh, sorry, <laughs> honey, that, that wasn't me at the strip club. That was, yeah, uh, how many people <laughs> laid the full 
full and accurate contact details there, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, There's a lot of Mr. Mr. Chans and Mr. Br- uh, Bradley's at this uh, yeah. Anyway, oh, isn't it? Is it Mr. In. Pink and Mr. White they always go under? Is that the idea? I don't know. I'm I think I, I, I think we should sidestep this. Let's move to hobby. What hobby, what, what, what hobby have we been doing? That's well, not strip clubs have been closed, late. so I've I didn't even do much. Who starts? Uh, Stu. Oh, go on, I'll go first then. So, apart from buying stuff, which which I'm really good at, um. I, well, what have I done latest? I've I've rebased my ogres. That's all finished now. Uh, so that's all done. I'm I've just finished building a cauldron. I've uh, I've um, converted a I don't know a shore aerosol lid, put some hooks on it, and then I've uh, I've taken the top section, the the rim, if you would, of the um the cauldron of blood from uh um the daughters of cain kit and the little floating around bloody bit and so i've made a, a cauldron for my slaughter master so i've just finished that and primed it today and i've also what else have i done today oh i've just built and primed uh uh the spike swarm hive because um, i'm i'm really enjoying playing with my uh my silver net at the moment so so that's good i'm 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 getting another game with those i've been playing quite a few games recently um i'm getting another game with those this week my harvest boon 2.0 list which is uh i um, i think that it's good i've even gone so far as to order uh a load of the new woods not the Ooh. real authentic woods um, but a load of 3D printed um, bases <laughs> that I can just stick my old trees on. So I'm just going to flock them. I'm not painting a load of fucking leaves or whatever they are. And I, I do like the new woods, but I'm never going to paint another wood in my life. So I'll stick some some flock and some sand and and I'll make them look, look nice. And then I'll just stick my old trees onto them, I think. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward. I think I'm probably going to take... A, Silver Neff to I don't know the rest of, Drama to War? the rest of the tournament. That one? Yeah, I'll take them to the rest of the ones this this year. I think. Um, I can't I can't see me taking my ogres. The only problem I've got with taking my Silver Neff is that they just take up so much bloody room. I took them for a run out to uh, I took them on the road with me when I went working last week, and uh, I stopped to play play Grant. Uh, in Aberdeenshire and I had three boxes I, I t- well just like as ever I took 50 bloody dryads to someone and didn't get the spell off once which is so and then uh, I, you have to take at least four or five woods um, and then yeah it's, it's just a massive amount so so they're not very portable um, but if I'm going in Mercato events I'll take them with me I think uh, so yeah, that, that's my hobby anyway. That and Crisis Protocol. Oh, I'm I'm loving a bit of Crisis. You picked Protocol. that up, did you? Oh yeah. So uh, I've, is it good? Uh, well, I've not played it yet. Ah, <laughs> sounds like but the minis are good. They're really it good did, quality. It, it seems yeah. quite expensive. I don't know. I mean, I know Warmer's not cheap, but yeah. But I mean, you I only think... need for for a full full team like for tournament play, you need ten uh, yeah. heroes, and you get twelve ten. in the core set. 
Yeah, five and five. Yeah, uh, you you just need ten, um, and you can you can. What you do is with that ten, um, when you yeah, draw so your mission. Missions. Yeah, yeah, when you draw your mission, it, it tells you how many so. points it is. So then you draft out of your oh, ten. So it's like having a sideboard. Um, mm. It's pretty good. It is good. Um, so you get things think... like Hulk six points and Captain America's four, Black Widow's two. Um, and so what you basically do is most of the most of the core box missions are 17 points. So you draft out your 10 heroes to 17 points, and yeah, it's good. It's it I seems. I just want to play with Thanos. It's, yeah, it's Thanos is, is a beast. I, I think, like you say, Scott. I think the problem for maybe in your eyes seeing it is that they've had to release a lot of waves quite quickly, kind of like what X-Wing did, where they just released. So like the early stage, there was just wave on wave. And because it's a... It is almost like a collect them all rather than yeah. just buy what you want and play with it. You end yeah. up, like you say, I think it's what, 80, 80, 90 quid, I think, you get across the starter kit. You can get it for 65 if you go to like Zatu or to Chaos Cards or something. So yeah, do you get, do you get, is it like X-Wing? Do you get cards with each different model that you can yeah, use? Yeah, each one's yeah, got its own card, and then there's yeah. uh, mission cards and things. Every every also set comes with an extra set of missions or things based on yeah. characters in it, like Guardians of the Galaxy they have now. The only, thing that shit, awesome. the, the only thing that shit is the scenery, the extra terrain. You're as well buying yeah. different... Because um, it's all done by measurements, and when you buy the terrain packs, it doesn't give you new missions, which I hoped it would. Um, it's so just, uh, it's weird. I'd just recommend buying, um, well, 28 mil sort of equivalent cars. Um, yeah. Cars. It's, a, it's like there. it says, like a car is what a size two. Yeah. Then it's like a size one, or a lamppost is a size one. Yeah. Things like that. And these tick ups, you need to have a certain amount on a, a board and you play around. Yeah, it's, it's good really anyway. Cool. I actually, I actually really like the look of it. I, th- but I, th- I think I'm going to put a couple of games on the uh, on the YouTube channel. Um, just yeah, because cool. it's quick and put it in a separate sort of battle reports thing. Try with then Tony Moore and his daughter. They have a YouTube channel that does a bit about it as well. Do they? Ah, cool. Yeah. I watch yeah. some of their stuff. Just unboxing and their opinions of the game. Yeah, it's really nice. The nice models. Um, so well, yeah, a good that's... way to get young kids into the game as well, because definitely. Well, my boy, he's oh, loving yeah. it. He's he's uh he's he's going mental. He's telling me which ones I have to paint and when. So um, he's I don't know. The order. Uh, I don't know what Scott your boys are. I know they like football, but I don't know if they like Marvel. Uh, well, they'll, yeah, they'll build this ones into football and like uh, shooting things on the PlayStation, <laughs> Rainbow Six and all that. But, <laughs> but the, the, the younger one, he'd be up for it. He's the Warhammer child. He's he'll be up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's one of those games. I think it's it like you could just buy the starter box and yeah. honestly, mm. you could play it about easily a hundred different ways with different yeah. teams yeah. I, I, and the rules are free you can just download them um but yeah it's uh I, i'd definitely recommend it i think it looks good and and i'm the the actual events and the match play sort of equivalent and the event packs are being released soon so i think they're gonna do it's kind of they've got links with um it's not produced by fantasy flight or anything but i think the manufacturers and things are very, they're very similar because it's like the legion the legion mechanics with the the movement things and everything are all the same so it's uh it's good anyway but this isn't a, a crisis protocol podcast yet <laughs> heavens no <laughs> so we should focus on but it is hobby still it is hobby mm. i was i was tempted so what have to... you painted what have you 
I obviously I heard the models are quite nice to build, but they have are. You painted anything yet? No, I've or... not painted them yet. I'm what's, just building what's, them. What's on the list then? What's what's boys' first choice then? Crossbones. Crossbones. I couldn't believe really? it. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what? Not the model Hulk. is nice for crossbones. It is, and I thought because I got him Hulk extra, and I got Venom extra because Venom is nice. I've always been a big Venom fan. Yeah, and, Venom uh, is a really nice model. But he's like, no, no, I want crossbones first. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> so there you go. That is. Uh, well, Crossbones. He's in Winter Soldier. He's in uh, Civil War. Yeah. All right. You remember mm. the beginning of the film where the guy that blows himself up? Spoilers. Oh, anyone's not seen it, but it's been out for like <laughs> six years. Yeah, you should have seen it. Years. <laughs> but yeah, so he wants crossbones anyway. So that's the first one I'm building. But I'm not going with. I, I think what I'm going to do is just use. I've I've been sitting on an army paint and mega paint set for ages. Um that I've not opened because half of my armies I've already started with Citadel Paints. So I'm thinking this is a new game. I might just dip straight in and just do uh, it yeah, using... Yeah, it only with that set sort of thing. Yeah, so that uh, I, it at least gets me to start using it. Um, so yeah, that's that's me and my hobby. It's it's I'm good solid. fun. That and, and plenty of games, I to say. So yeah, what about what about yourself, Scott? Hey, don't know a wee bit, so... Obviously, up to on slot, that was, what, I don't know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? I can't remember. That was all just getting OBR stuff done, and that got tabletop ready. And I've not actually, I've not even unpacked it yet since coming back from that one day or so. I um, haven't done any OBR hobby, but I did get a wee bit of corn lust in me from, from playing uh, game three against uh, Josh and his corn. So I was I was rummaging around and digging out some of my corn stuff. So I built, built a few bits and pieces, so that's a wee side project that we'll see if that lasts another... <laughs> Another while, or whether it was back in the loft. Um, so built the built the judgments, and those those skulls are fucking cool. And enjoy yeah, building it's them. Probably the nicest kit, I would say. Yeah. And actually, uh, yeah, really good the tabletop. Obviously, people maybe know that already, but I think that's the first time I played against them. So, um, so that was cool. So done a wee bit of corn. Um, I a random palette cleanser. I, I built a, a elf blood bowl team the other week weekend. Oh. Have you uh, played Blood Bowl yet? The Wood Elf ones are... No, it's the Elven Union, the sort of high elf oh, ones. You know, the, yeah. Um, a couple of years old. They've been sitting in the, in the cupboard for just like three years or something. So I want to build them and chuck some contrast on them. I think they'll be, be good for that. But yeah, I played a bit of Blood Bowl, Stu. played with oh, um, cool. Michael Hans. Yeah, I Bromley. love played, I think I played Johnny once as well, just down the wee, wee local club. So, But that's mm-hmm. not been for obviously a pre-lockdown. And yeah. before then, we used to play... Um, probably last year, mostly to be honest. Um, so yeah, Blood Bowl's good. New new uh, new new box set coming out looks pretty cool. Mm. Keep an eye open for that for Christmas time maybe. Uh, and yeah, speaking of other games, I did um, have a wee game of X Wing last week with Rich. First yeah. time in like two years, more than two years. That was that was great to just get the old cards out and the old chips. So it was X Wing version one. Hadn't even we didn't, uh-huh. didn't graduate to to version two. Haven't bought a thing for that. So. Back kind of circa 2016, triple defenders were, I was playing with, so nice. probably even later than that, 17 maybe, I don't know. Anyway, so that was good. A couple of games, nice and quick for an evening. Um, didn't have to set up a 6x4 and get get the armies out, get the train out, just uh, roll, unrolled the old uh, uh, X-Wing mat and uh, chucked a few ships down, off we went. It was good. No, X-Wing uh, is good. Yeah. But one thing we do here when we have a fair few of us, like five or six of us at the club, when it's on, is we get the six by three and we set up a 
a circuit and we do it as a race. So you all cool. pick a, you all pick a, a ship up to a designated limit, and whoever's the 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 race sort of like um, coordinator, whoever's hosting, comes up with the rules for um, for it. So they might say there's no primary weapons, or they might say there's no boosts, or whatever it is that they they put, and the, or they might say no big ships, <coughs> and then uh, you all pick your uh, you pick your ship and you race. And you just do like a, a lap and you make it as, as complicated or as, as straight as you want. And uh, it's, it's a great, great laugh when you get six people just trying to uh, just try to manoeuvre and not not crash into each other and, and terrain and things. It's it's good fun. But yeah, X-Wing's great as well. Good stuff. Sometimes it's nice to just pull something out of a packet and be able to play with it pre-painted as well, isn't it? No, that's it. Definitely. Um, we, we were talking about it saying yeah can't, can't be bothered you know we, we've basically just live in a box me and Rich I think I've not played anybody else X-Wing ever um, <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to go to a tournament so it's like well we can just play this forever more or if we fancy X-Wing 2.0 even just buy the the sort of stuff Don't that was it. only released in X-Wing 2 you know the sort of new factions and oh, all right. just keep it completely separate you know but uh, I just bought a I'm in no rush to spend kit. 200 quid on, on uh, <laughs> X-Wing ships again to be honest no. You can get the conversion kit though. But that's the, another uh, game, like you say, Scott, where it was like it felt like you had to collect it all and yeah, uh, to have access to play everything was. That's it. I think yeah, I think get quite far through it. You know, it got quite a few gaps, but maybe, maybe grab a few bargains if there's some for sale. You know, oh, somewhere I'm sure you pick them up cheap. Yeah. Yeah, I I repainted mine as Green Squadron. It was quite good. Quite enjoyed it. But no, I don't have a very competitive one. Eric's our filth monger up here for, for X-Wing. Everything. He beat you, didn't he? <laughs> oh, no, he's, he's, he's the current reigning champion. I've got him this week. He's he's making a Varangard spam army um, at the moment. <laughs> so like so, five Varangard. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's going it's slaves slaves this week, but he, he's hoping to get the Varangard ready. I don't know if he's going to quite manage it, but we'll see. Um. Yeah, he's uh he's he's ramping it up. He's I'm on a four game losing streak. I've lost four games on the bounce in AOS, which is uh I think if I lose one more, that's the the most I've ever lost on the bounce. You get the mixed death yeah. back out. That's it. I'll be I'll be going back to mixed death. I'll be going to mixed destruction. Sad mixed death. The dread Mars will be coming out. <laughs> get your uh, what they called. The wee, uh, the wee goblin oh, the get things, they're called. Yeah. They're back, they? yeah so. Oh, that's good stuff. Talk about yourself, Liam. What have you been up to? Uh, Hoverboy's just painting. Painting this KO army still. <laughs> I'm to move. So, like, my army's been... I'm actually... I will sit now. I'm, like, at the final steps. You've obviously... I've sent pictures to Stu. It is just in the last hurdle. It's just... Getting motivation between working and that is such a nightmare. Uh, since I had a nap before, obviously, we did this. That's kind of how my motivation is at the moment. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, just painting. Uh, get ready to move house. So my arm is all, like, boxed up in the cupboard. I, I might spray it next week to start getting some base coats, but probably just leave it until I move now. Uh, mm-hmm. so when, when I've got magic when... cards, if that counts, again, as usual. When do you think your first tournament will be? Uh, the Masters, well, replacement Masters, hopefully, uh, mm-hmm. in November or December, whenever it is. Yeah. 
Uh, I've had games. I've just not, like I said, I've just. I hate using an army that's blue tack to bases at the time because that's obviously how I paint sort of thing. I paint everything off bases and that, which is costs obviously a lot more time and effort and at mm. that sort of stages. But yeah, no, just yeah. Also, like yourself, Crisis Protocol that interested me back in January is when I was looking at it, but it, nobody played like in my area, so. Well, there was like two people, and I was like, okay, no, not for me then. Because again, that's the type of game I'd like to not break, but I'd like to build my squad sort of thing. And then, yeah, problem is, is that's just the way it would go. You would end up people wouldn't like playing against it. And... I've already pre-ordered all the X Men stuff off Steve. Yeah, the X Men stuff looks really nice. Yeah, I'm just going for all of them. Sod it. I need, As I does, start the, this the Guardian stuff looks really good. I like the look yeah. of Groot. He looks really nice. Yeah, it's it's good. No, I think it's it's ideal for uh like on an evening of a tournament or the day before a tournament or whatever because they they're not long games. So yeah. it's, it's more only, carrying. It's it's extra it's extra stuff for like a, for like. It's not much space obviously. though, is it? It's only no 10 because models. the models are quite. You could probably get away with like what when those small like hand luggage ones, like one layer of tray sort of thing, and you could probably just or like a really small. Could probably get uh, it in a blood bowl. I've got like little blood bowl team cases. I reckon yeah, I that's what I was thinking. Get them in there. You get them in little, um, little. Uh, I've got the X-wing ships and a little kind of uh, like I don't know, black and decker multi-tree thing that kind of locks yeah. shut. Well, you know, like the small A4, the nine-liter A4. You could probably get yeah. the half box and get most of it in that. I would say. I think so. I mean, as long as you're not going crazy with the big guys, the only ones who are too big that I've got are well, Hulk and Venom. Ultron. Ven Ultron's quite big. Yeah, but then all you, I suppose, you have to do is just put a bit of tape down, uh, a little bit of uh, rubberized iron down one of the sides and just stick them in on the sides. Because yeah, even I, if it was only people, a, I'd build, in a sixty-five full Spider-Man team, full team, Miles Morales, okay. Gwen, Spider Gwen, and all that. That's what I'd be. I'll uh, get into it. Get it done. I'll play you with my X-Men. I might buy the single models and paint something. I, I think that's mm. maybe what. Like I say, I won't. Probably be playing as much uh, event wise, so they probably just use my. There's nobody up here who's got it. There's only me, so there's only me against my eight year old boy. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so far, it's one of those games I think, like you say, wouldn't folk notice it. Yeah. I think people would pick it up. Did you ever play the. This is a question for Stu, obviously, but did you ever play the Marvel role playing game back in the kind of early 90s? Well, no, I, I played uh, uh, Heroes Unlimited, but I used to run it. So I, uh, I I set it in a Marvel universe and just made all the characters myself. Yeah, well, but, Marvel uh, one was cool. That was one of my part of my childhood. Yeah, no Heroes Unlimited, um, which was like the old, it was using the old Palladium rule set. I still play it now. I run it for the kids uh, every other what week. What year was that, session. Scott? You said you played that. Did you say nineteen ninety-three, four, five? Earlier than that, surely. Ninety-one. So I was just born, or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, there was another one called Aberrant that I used to play, which was based. At, it was done by White Wolf, who did like uh, Werewolf and everything. That was pretty good. That's a good system. Um, I've still got all those books there as well. Oh, there you go. They were the days. So, what about yourself, then, Nathan? Um, much more boring than you three have had since the rush to onslaught. I've not really had much time to get 
any hobby done. Like I think the week after onslaught, it was like ridiculously hot, so I never really got any painting done. Then family drama this week, the kids' birthday party on Saturday, yeah, nice his one. actual birthday yep. tomorrow. Yeah, it was good. Birthday yeah, party. Yeah, family that over or. Yeah, we had uh, had everybody round um, in the back garden with the gazebo up, and it was good. Everybody behaved themselves. Um, but no, it was it was good to to see everybody, and I mean, he's actually one tomorrow. And then it's my anniversary on Wednesday, so I probably won't get any hobby done until after Wednesday. But she's off this week and next week, so I've got an excuse to get a bit of hobby done. I'm excited to um, put the finishing touches to my Legion of Chaos Ascendant, because it actually was pretty well received at Onslaught. Everybody seemed to like it, so looking forward to actually finishing it. Um, You've got more to add. You yeah, added more or models wise i mean sorry than yeah yeah i think i'll i think i'll add some more models i've got some ideas to spice it up a bit and um i'm gonna go back and add all the finishing touches to the models display board for northern vision we good so hopefully i can get started on that later this week mm-hmm. excellent uh so well i suppose one of the the things that's happened is that we've uh we've just had a a a community video come day thing where they announced and teased new stuff and this is the first time i actually ever watched one of these really i stuck it i stuck it on the tv and sat and sort of yawned my way through 40k and then perked up a bit afterwards and yeah so so yeah, this is the first time. Normally, I just let you guys tell me what's going on, or I read Rage on WhatsApp. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. well, I watched it kind of like uh, I tried to keep off the phone just in case, and I watched it like about an hour and a half later, maybe two hours later, um, and just watched it the repeat on Twitch. Yeah. Um, not not to spoil your thunder if you're going to start talking about it, but it, <coughs> it, and you it must have been a little bit of a damp squib because there's, there's only like thirty messages rather than. I was expecting like 150 or something ridiculous, you know, on the chat. Mm. So anyway, yeah, maybe not quite so jaw dropping as some had hoped, but still, still some pretty good stuff. Yeah, uh, I think it was I awesome. just felt, I felt it was quite safe. That's what I'll say. Then. I think it's it's it must be difficult for them to to tease or drop too much when there's obviously been some kind of issues with supply because we're still waiting on gargants and we're still waiting on half of the lumineth army more than well that's what so we'll see that's what i thought we would have got like they would have spread out age of sigmar a bit longer because we know what's coming like we know the other realm lords have they could have all right here's all the stuff opened up here's the boxes we're in a a world where Everything that we've, we've seen, every model for Lumineth, we've seen every model for the Gargants, and they should be out by now. And it's yeah, purely yeah. down to supply, uh, isn't it? Yeah, it's logistics that they're not out yet. They are effectively out. We know what's coming. There's no surprises other than <laughs> the actual rules from the battle for Gargants. But but no, I like I mean, like would you don't like more artwork from Gargants, like a lower section, maybe about ten minutes long, talking about how they came up the idea or. That's not really a, a release, that's an insight to the developers. It's not a it's not an announcement of an announcement that they tend to always like to do. We already know the three versions of the Gargan that are coming. It's one kit 
and the reboxing of the the old gargants. Um, so you excited for them for? I'm excited for the next chapter. Yeah, I, yeah, it's all to do with Ulgu, the rise of the elves. Like I'm I'm putting two and two together because you've got Carnothy from yep. Shadespire, they're elven. We've not heard anything about them, but there is models for them from the Warhammer Underworlds. Then there's these shadow elves that have, well, they're not really shadow elves, they're canites for Warcry and also Underworlds. Mm. Like, that's pretty cool. And then there's the leak, but not a leak, but it's an accident, really, we swear, of Malarian being a chaos god, mm-hmm. where the author has said, oh no, it was a mistake. Was it was it a mistake? Maybe it was yeah. a mistake that they released it. That would be really cool if he turns would out you, to be a kid. So would you like that then? Like, all right. I think uh, that's the next chapter. Darts like, to the wall sort of thing is that Slanesh gets released and Malorian goes beside him, like they join, or yeah, because um, like I've read all the lore from Wrath of the Everchosen as well, which I think a lot of people. Have just kind of patched. They didn't read it, but good book. Because I've read it. I've read the Belakor section anyway. Yeah, so uh, Belakor was basically the lord of the realm of shadow. Like that's the kind mm-hmm. of narrative behind my army. For he's kind of getting kicked out. Yeah, and he's getting kicked out by Malarian. So I'm excited to see the kind of things that happen with Malarian. I'll be able to expand the narrative for my Chaos Ascendant army and stuff. And so for pe- people who did, didn't uh, watch it and whatnot, then this is the Broken Realms yeah, sort Broken of next Realms. story arc, which is the step beyond the um, Soul Wars. Soul Wars, um, yeah. Yeah. So what we've got now is basically the precursor to AOS 3, probably. And we've also got the, um, well, just the next chapter. And what they've shown, um, which kind of ties in a little bit to the Warcry stuff as well that's coming out in the, the next chapter of Underworlds, is that, um, well, they've, they've released one uh, book, well, they've announced one book, the Marathi one, haven't they? Marathi, yeah, um, uh, Godhood. Now, is this, at first, when I first saw it, I thought, oh, that looked like a novel. Now, I'm sure there'll be a novel that goes alongside it, but that's more like a campaign book, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's changes. The, it says it changes the way all forms of the gameplay is kind of where it said. Pretty much what it said. It said it's slightly different. So but like the some old... people have picked up on the narrative focus of it, but I, I think that it will have all aspects of the game, the three yeah. ways to play. It's, I think, I think it's, psychic, so. it's Psychic Awakening for Age of Sigmar. Well, exactly. Would be my way. It might not be exactly like Psychic Awakening, but I would imagine... I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know a, if other armies will get buffed. Like, I don't think the Marathi book would easily make Daughters of Cain and... Say it'll probably focus on it'll be the elves, won't it? Because it It'll also be... had pictures yeah. of them against Deepkin, so yeah. they did they, yeah. did, they did tease being, being buffed be on and stuff. Do you like, could you sense. see it that Daughters of Cain become a Chaos God as well? Then no, I, I so Marathi's one of my favorite characters in the lore as well. Like I think her story of how she's um, not a god and she's like obviously pretending that Cain still exists and all of mm. her followers believe that they're worshipping Cain, but they're not. Their prayers are being harnessed by Marathi to make yeah. her stronger. So she's trying to become a god. Like she's trying to take over for the, the gap that was left by Cain. And I just I think that it's so interesting that she's siphoning off extra souls 
to build the Daughters of Cain stronger. Like, I think that's maybe going to be the focus of it because that's what led to uh, Slaanesh being released. There was an agreement between Sigmar, Marathi, Teclis that they would all take a certain amount of souls or whatever to make the Deepkin, the Lumineth and uh, the Daughters of Cain back. And she's been taken more off. So the, the balance between Ulgu and Hish, the Ulgu, Hish or whatever it's called, the, the between the two realms was unbalanced. Oh, it's got a name, yeah. It's got a... Ulgish or something like that. Yeah. That, that's that's why Slanesh was able to to like basically become released or contributed towards it. This, the bonds that were binding them were weakened because of the imbalance. So I, I just think it's really, it's a cool um, expansion to the lore. I think it's cooler than Soul Wars. I wasn't really a yeah. massive. I wasn't invested I in Soul Wars. It, no, Hearthstone Soul Wars was boring. Yeah, like it did nothing it, for the story. No, it was a bit of a flop. It was a shame, really, because um, I don't know. I, th- I think that it it was a shame that Night Aunt weren't as good as they could have been. Yeah, and I think that it took a bit well, away. That's from... a point. Like, like the Night Haunt release kind of just made Nagash better, which was obviously still at the end of the day. He is the god of death. Sort of thing. I don't think he's a really cool character though. Like I, for me, I would be a lot more you, invested in Soul. Do you like? Do you like the mirror for them? From so obviously in the artwork that was revealed, Marathi is in like this cauldron, which again, if that's the scenery piece for Daughters of Cain, that'd be absolutely amazing. Yeah. If there's just this massive cauldron that you pray to, that'd be like awesome. a mopot, like a mopot. Well, pretty much like a <laughs> blood shrine, but it's obviously like this massive pot, but. Uh, maybe she can or a hero can sit in it and it powers them up sort of thing that'd be quite cool do you think but, she's a much more interesting character for a narrative to be focused on than the yeah. gash like if the narrative did you see the, the man, mirror of her did you see the mirror of her in the gash though because the artwork there in that cauldron where she's swirled by smoke is a complete mm. copy of what the gash was when he rose to power in the end times like when he so obviously it could be hard you, to you didn't play it then Nathan but the gash obviously was kind of like Mortal sized, would we say? He was yeah, like he was a little more human sized, and then he became. He obviously did his rituals properly and became a god uh, level character. So, so the there's a new starter box been announced, which is Daughters of Cain versus um, Slanesh. Yeah. Um, now there's it's the same sort of uh, algorithm from previous ones where there's two new characters and then some repackaged. Um, existing models um and the t- the two characters well the just to talk about what's in the box i suppose for the uh for the daughter's side it is the snake ladies isn't it so you've got the canaries, canaries then, oh, yeah. and then you've got the 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 medusae or whatever they're called her rules sound cool just from but the, there's the new one and i really liked the uh the model for that one yeah uh, the new snake woman Mm. Was the you seen rules, Nathan? I didn't pick up on that, but well, they kind of go on to like what she does. Um, so she got turns, turns people yeah. to to stone, and she improves mortal wounds somehow. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming so, it's our command ability. Yeah, yeah. so it, it, that, that's all I picked up on. I couldn't pick up on anything for the Slaneshi guy, who is also an amazing. I know that you're you're not really. He's he, the model's definitely not a fan, is it, Liam? But not a fan. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I think he's amazing as well. I, I, him oh, as a model, he looks cool. He just, it's once again, they've done this plopped in a character that looks nothing like the rest of the kits. Well, we've not yet. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> so they that's the problem. Like stuff with but then you like say that Slanesh got two releases in a year then. Slanesh yeah. got the box set last year and this year. But, ah, yeah, but more of his mortals. box set is demons than it is mortals. Yeah. Is it though? I thought the the, the mounted guys. Yeah, were it's, it's the Hellstriders that you can't get for love no so money. Two units of Hellstriders, and then, then a unit the of ten Devonets and a chariot. Yeah. If they took away the Devonets and chariot, if they took away the Devonets and chariot, it could have been good. Hopefully, if they he could have gave you just one more unit. He's got no chance of keeping up with the rest of the army. No, that's well, it. Maybe unless he, fl- unless he flies. 20, 20 inches. Well, then if he flies, he is kind of like a fan. <laughs> No, he looks awesome. I just think the the face sculpting. Yeah, when you, when you zoom in, he's like he's, he's like yeah. biting on a little uh, like a kind of choke thing or something. Yeah, but the, the the snake's pretty cool as well. Like it says here, um, the Doris of Cain model is called the Melissi Iron Scale, crafted yeah. from the most vengeful souls, elite war leader, resistant to hostile magics, and can channel Marathi's might to turn foes into immobile but fully conscious crystal statues. So whether or not that's kind of like a Bellicor-esque you-can't-do-anything ability. Um, In your games, that means enemies need to be aware of mortal wounds. So it might be that it makes them into a crystal statue and they take twice as many mortal wounds, which would be cool because that will buff the uh, shooty ones. Depending on the range of it, obviously, but they do mortal wins on sixes to hit. So if it was uh, doubles the mortal oh, wins, they'd be cool. Yeah. They move eight. That's what we. Well, unless the snakes change, but yeah. at the moment they move eight. Do you but, think they'll drop a book at the same time for daughters or? No, I think, think that the book is just going to upgrade. The the, book. Like if you think about all the content the in Wrath of the Everchosen, there's a lot of stuff hmm. in Wrath of the Everchosen, like. How many allegiances? Four for Nurgle, four for Slanesh, four for all of them, I think. Four for Corn. No, no, it was, was. I don't know if it was as many for Corn, but then there was some for Zinch. Then there was the Legion of Chaos Ascendant and the First Prince, um, Enclave. Like if they put that much content in for Slanesh, Daughters, and maybe Deepkin, maybe Lumineth. Um, would you, like that. Would you really yeah. want Lumineth getting update before anything else? That would be uh, the. Uh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it can't get worse. You heard it. Unless it weakened them. Yeah. <laughs> like again, this is the whole idea. Like we don't have it anymore. Like where, like obviously, when the index for 40k last year, Eldari were weak to Slanesh, which meant they had to reroll Battleshock checks or morale checks. I think you don't get that sort of thing anymore where an army actually has a disadvantage yeah. against something. These books are pretty cool for the game, especially when we think AOS 3's right round the corner. Yeah. yeah. I think it's good. So was there anything else in particular about AOS then? Apart from the starter box, the two new characters, um, and the, the beginning of the Broken Realms thing. I mean, that's pretty much just giving us an insight into the way the story is going to go over the next six to 12 months, really, isn't it? Pretty much. Well, no, because Marathi's out in November. Well, the, I'm assuming, well, the box out in November. I would yeah. imagine Marathi's going to be the same December? time as the box set. Yeah. You think so? They're straight at the same time? I think I think so. It would make Sometimes, sense. Sometimes, remember, the box comes with its own little thing. Like, remember, it comes with its own little pamphlet, unless it's got that and then... Yeah, it'll probably come just it'll come just after the Luminef. They're October, are uh, they September, aren't they? September, and then you've got uh, the Gargans. Gargans should hopefully so Gargans be October. October. Yeah. 
So for Papa Nurgle, they've got a lot of battle tomes or codexes for 40k to get through as well. They've they've kind of said that they're going to update all the codexes really quickly. So and Necrons have got a full kit range to come out as well, mm. and Space Marines. Yeah. So, but well, I suppose aside from the AOS stuff, for those who like a bit of Warcry, there's a new Warcry box as well that look quite nice. Oh, I'm super excited about that. It's got the um the yeah. the Scions of the Flame and the um the canite guys canite guys so i mean the models are great again i i I would have been all into that i think but i just can't see me repurposing that terrain for aos because it's mainly gates doorways and to me that's not really going to do it you do get a limited amount of the original work right as well yeah because it's for flippable boards so you can have some above the surface stuff um, it looks really cool. That board looks with kind of lava flowing through it and stuff. I like that board. It's cool. Like when I've, they did the kill team, kill team Rogue Trader, there's a really cool box as well, which had the kind of the gates and the doors. Um, that's, right, right, that's right. But no, I'm definitely interested in picking up that. Um, the K the Shadow Stalkers, K Shadow Stalkers. Like those models are, they are what I'm nice. hoping for. for cause I'm, I'm planning on picking up the. Uh, Slanesh and Doc box with the uh, Slanesh stuff being added to my Chaos Ascendant and general chaos plans so they'll be painted in the same scheme but I'd really like to take my time and do some really nice work on the Daughters models and if these Knight stuff is a glimpse of what's to come for Daughters that'd be really cool. Yeah, the GSB cool. is really good for Doc as well at the moment for that set. Like the thing I think is cool about it is that they're not all female. Obviously, the warlocks in Daughters of Cain aren't female either, and the lore behind that's quite cool. But mm-hmm. there's a couple of uh, male models yeah, in there. There's the wizard guy as well, isn't there? The guy, there's the guy with the cloak, and yeah. then there's um, I'm just cycling through the pictures just now. The guy with the crossbow is male. Oh, yeah. the He's two got crossbows. two, hasn't he? One in each yeah. hand. Yeah, really, really cool model. So they say that's an extra unit for the daughters as well, then, book. It probably will be, and the one. Yeah. Or do you think? Do you think? Do you think the, is we could really rename it? Rules. It will just be Marathi's army rather than Daughters of Cain. Yeah, maybe if she if she does ascend to Godhood, kind yeah, of like I imagine so. Where like everything's in, but there's obviously these smaller sections. Because her true form is the big snake version. Anyway, she yeah. uses her she, magic she to a, make herself. She, is, like she the, has the demonic little. energy in her. Yeah, that's what caused it. That's Valerian might just stamp on her though. He might just crush her and then take a place. I still don't he think he could ever kill, kill her off. You, kill I don't, her I still, off. As much as she's caused them so much problems, about, I still don't think. You can only do three damage to her a turn, so it's going to take a few additions for Malarian to kill. So I don't know. Maybe you can I do some out of sequence. I, th- I think out of damage. Out of sequence, mortal wounds. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think it's looking good. And the only other last thing there then was the. I mean, I am not taken by this. No matter how much they badge it as the ultimate competitive board game, Warhammer of <laughs> the World is trash. Have you played I it? Don't, have you played much I, I have. I've played it. It's pretty good. I, I think it's a really it, good I found game. it shite. I found it <laughs> absolute shite. Well, I, I like the model. Other games that you're talking about, I don't think it's any different from no, X Wing or. It's, yeah, it's totally different. It's absolute Ooh. gash. It's <laughs> it's like it's like playing drafts. It's boring. It was so boring. <laughs> I anyway, didn't play it. I'm right? lost. I like the models. 
And the only reason people buy it is so they can take pictures of the, the miniatures in front of that board turned on its side. That's the <laughs> best reason to buy that game. I think I've got three of the boxes sitting upstairs and I, like different versions. And I mean, I buy all the the little warband type things, not warbands. So, 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 so tell me, so you bought everything for it? Well, I've not bought everything. I've bought the models I like because I just like building them and painting them. But the actual game itself, I I just did not like. I found it restrictive, I found it limited, and I found it boring. But, I, I mean, what I wanted from it was exactly what Warcry is. Warcry came out, and it was like, well, what is the point in this? Apart from the fact that you get these little little units that you can use in, in AOS. I, I, I mean, to other people, some people might like it. To me, I thought it came with this big fanfare, and then it just, they dropped the ball, and... It just no, it's not for me. I think I think uh, this year's release being so short will probably be a thing for them as well because of due to obviously Corona, which they can't control. But it would be kind of kicking the teeth for like you say if you bought Beastgrave and now all of a sudden you're jumping to something else because Beastgrave, what in my opinion, Beastgrave feels like it came out what four or five months ago, if that. No, it yeah. came out no, summer last year. year. Because um, yeah. I was at the Warhammer um, re- preview at the when was that? That was in May last year, and they showed off the Carnothi. So I think it came out July August last year. I mean, although they say seasons and all that, it doesn't. I don't think it's particularly. Uh, but they write off the cards. The old stuff, Scott. Oh, they, they yeah, okay. The cutting, the cutting edge competitive stuff. They've got their, they got their banned list, haven't they? Their restricted lists and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, they just cut you yeah. off. So, like, if you have the old stuff that they cut off, I think most yeah, of it got banned last time. Are you is... to go to a tournament? I would got, I'd have no interest in going to a tournament. I'd just play some games, you know. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I you can educate I'd me. rather play Magic. If you, want, <laughs> if you want a game that drafts every year, like, changes every year, that's what I'd be playing. I've just, brought the, bro- I've just brought the Brutes. The Brutes have just come in for me. I should have picked them up last week, but I forgot. Um... So, yeah, that looks quite nice. The new ones. Yeah, I'm going to use them in my Iron Jaws army. Uh, just as, like, uh, my unit unit champs sort of things. I think, I think most of the gangs look really cool. I was, wasn't a fan of those Kronothi. I thought they, look, they, did, they did drop the ball on them. I think they look shite, but a lot of the other ones are really cool. I don't think they look shite. I think they just look out of place with where the game is because they've had no other I don't know, the model of that style. It's Scopes look like they've been given to the kind of new starts, you know, are we in, are we in make a kind of beastly little elf thing? Well, I, I, like, I like Karnos and stuff from Warhammer Fantasy. Like, I think he's what's coming around the corner. He's another evolution of the elves. I think that might be one of the storylines. We might get an Alarial storyline. Would you, I would honestly really like it. Like, obviously talking of Kane and that. If Kane came back, it would be quite cool. Or he had a new... Or his weapon was passed on to someone, sort of thing. Uh, what was his name? What was the what was his name? Blackblade. It was really cool. The the dark elf character. Malice. Malice. Dan. Yeah. He was awesome. Yeah. Bring him back. Hey, mm-hmm. but it was overall there was some good stuff in there. Um, I think that the I'm I'm definitely looking forward to Broken Realms. Um, I want to see the way the story goes. I mean, that's half the fun. Yeah. Uh, just seeing it evolve and and uh, learning more and and just seeing, yeah, 
seeing some new characters and seeing some old characters develop or or die. Here's Good. a thing for us, dude. Do you think you would have still preferred a death versus Nurgle one since they're the older books? I agree. Uh, I'm all right at the minute. I don't Manfred know. I think descended. There will be so much Manfred descended. Come on, <laughs> book Manfred would be all over the void. Oh yeah, Manfred. Manfred. We need we need a Manfred and Neff book. Um, some kind of a soul blight book with them two in charge, bringing them up to the the level of the the other. Mortars. Again, that's still what everyone thinks is coming as well from well the Warhammer Wednesday pictures that we always see. Yeah, well, it'd be quite nice. I don't think it'll be till next year. Um, but yeah, I think that AOS will get a bit of love this year once 40k gets its stuff out of the way. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna build the Gargants as well. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm going to build that. Well, depends. We're going to see a lot of them. You can put them in any army. It depends mm. on the the price of those little gargants when they get repackaged. Cause the I think they'll I be two for 40 quid. Well, I wanted two um, two big ones and six little ones is my idea for what I want That's to take. <laughs> uh, but the little ones are like 40 quid each now. I remember buying my first one and it was about 27 quid. I thought it was a great, great kit. But they're going to have to really package them into boxes of three. I'm just hoping they're not under a quid for three giants. Like... Well, no, how much are the... Skull, no. How much are the tiny... What are the little titans cost for two? The armatures? Oh, I don't know. They're 45, aren't they, for two? I think they're only 35. For the little ones, the warhounds. That's what that, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I... Let's be honest, that's what the army's going to look like. It's going to look like a titan army. So it's going to have three titans and then... Four little armatures sort of thing. Two armatures, yeah, four or five, five quid from GW. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I think that'll be the price, to be fair. Mm, I think they'll be sold in groups of three. Uh, Why? Yeah. I thought they could be taken as singles. You have to take a, You have to take your first one as a unit of three, don't you? Mm, Isn't that in the rules? Okay, and that's in the book. That and that, it's and it counts because it counts as three battle line if you take it as a unit of three. Does it? Yeah. Has that been released? Has that what have you yeah. been smoking, Stu? That does not sound like... <laughs> <laughs> it's on the ga- have a look on the, the Warhammer community page. I've read it. I've already planned my list. So you can run one unit of three that counts as three battle line. And then I would never trust years. the GW website uh, community page. For... It's the one that gives the... Uh, the it gave the all the information about like uh, what you could run the army. Because you look at the points when it came to the handbook, I think three giants plus one each of the heroes is two thousand. Yeah, but you can run two two of the heroes and two threes, or a three and three singles uh, of the little ones, yeah. which is the way I'd do it. Because it just means they laugh when they don't count as more than one model on an objective. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be ridiculous. Oh, don't need to. But a unit of three, so it's a, a unit of three counts as three battle line. And but is a unit, so therefore it'll be like counting as like ninety models or something. To it'll, it'll totally claim one objective, and that'll be it. <laughs> Each model can only hold one anyway. So yeah. I would also hope it. I would actually really like it if they change unit coherency on something like that. Can like so the giants, if it's a unit three, would you prefer it to be like a two inch gap on them rather than an inch? Oh yeah, and that'd Maybe be like another thing. Three inches even. Well, no, three inches is combat range, so you wouldn't want them to be like that. Hmm. Unless but, when they deploy, they move separately, like what, uh, kind of like what war machines do, where the crew can move separate. I don't know, but yeah, I'm gonna see. 
well, while whilst you you talk about, is there any other? Um... Oh, tell you what is cool. I'm thinking of the article. The wee chameleon skink while you're slagging off. Uh, oh yeah, go for Underworld. it. That wee chameleon guy looks awesome. Oxital or whatever his name is. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> what a battle! Here's your. Uh, I let's listen to your Sotek. How good is your Sotek language? Not good. <laughs> he looks quite good. He looks quite good. But again, is he going to be? Fuck are going to have to buy like heaps of them to make them as chameleon skinks. Somebody, Unless... somebody was on Twitter, I think, could say. Yeah, that, camo them out, which is quite there's, cool. there's my vindicate assassin sorted. Yeah. <laughs> I saw somebody also like uh, edited them out of the picture. Now yeah. Skinks, which was quite good. All right. So well, there we go. Is that all of the... We've randomly waffled through that article, I think. So well, no, no, I think that was all right. There you go. There you go. We had we had some positive feedback and some negative. And we found something stupid right. that's got strong feelings against, which is... Well, I, I just... I heard you so... Uh... <laughs> yeah. So, so anti-something before. There we go. Well, no, I just really didn't enjoy... I've only ever played it once, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you lost. <laughs> Who's a broke you? that spadge? Did he break you? <laughs> oh, I'm not going into that. I think I've only played it like twice. Again, there's an online version now, which again could be better. Oh yeah, so it is. Yeah, I mean, still need to try that. I saw the Warhammer preview thing last year. They were demoing it, but it was only two teams that you could play. But I think they've added more to it since. Everything, I think, everything added up to the Night Haunt one. Steam has been added. Okay, right then. So, we've done news. Is that all the news, or is is that the news we're covering? I think that's all the news. I can't think of anything. I think there's anything else that's no. been announced. There was a new no. white dwarf that counts for anyone. Oh no, no. Oh well, there's all that kind of uh, squig stuff, isn't there? I've not really gone through. Oh, we've got it. It questions like on the squig stuff. Yeah, well, there we've got we go. Some questions. Uh, okay, so let, let, let's go to to what's good and why then. So this is this is fun, isn't it? So, so Scott, what's good and why? Oh, start with me. Start with me for. <laughs> I have to mix it up. <laughs> what's good and why? Ooh. Um. I don't know. You've caught me. Caught you. I'm, I'm back for. Frantically looking at my desk to find something to say here. <laughs> there's not. There's not hex scorcher skulls. <laughs> well, yeah, you've already mentioned the hex. But you can go with them if you want. <laughs> Hex Gorgeous. Is that a new contrast paint you enjoyed painting with since last time? Or? What's that? Because last time you were talking about contrast paints. Is that a new um, one that yeah. you've enjoyed using? No, or? I've not done any more painting since the last time, unfortunately. He just yeah. watches the Tesseract glow up my video <laughs> again. <laughs> it does the list of there again. Uh, come back to me, Stu. Okay, okay. Well, I don't know what I'm going to say either, actually. I'm going to go with um, Army Painter. Soft tone wash is good. Ooh, I've never used them. Oh, it's good. Do you actually just dip it and flick it like what they say? No, 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 no. It's no, it's not. It's not the dip. It's like an ink. They do an inks range, um, which are light washes, but the they've got much stronger pigment. And the mm-hmm. soft tone wash is phenomenal. It's really subtle. Um, you give it a shake, and I even a have it. All right, a shake. <laughs> but you just you just sort of like douse it onto your model afterward. It doesn't have to be thick. And it, it just adds so much depth. 
um it's it's fairly it's like a seraphim sepia but really really fine and and a lot i don't know i think that if you want into to get an army on the table fast or even if you just want to sort of like tidy up some of the uh where your blending's gone a little bit awry i i think it's it's really good um i i started using it when i was doing my my sylvaneth because i needed a fast way of getting through them all so i'd spray um spray primer them in uh, a leather then i dry brushed like their extremities in a yellow and then i used the well i used a strong tone rather than the soft tone on them actually but the soft tone one is great if you've got a, a model it just takes it to another level very so good is it kind of like uh sepia in it's gw like language it, it's like that but it's it's a lot more subtle um i think it's a lot better than the sepia um and it doesn't it doesn't tend to pool the same way as the gw washes um it's it's got a bit more surface tension it's good it's, uh, it's worth getting i think they're about two pound 40 on amazon um and it lasts for quite a while so there you go. That's good, and that's why. I'll tell you what's good. Barnard Castle Brewdog IPA. That's good. Oh, why? Because it's uh, tastes <laughs> tastes oh so nice, yeah. and it's got a nice political edge to it. <laughs> and what's also good is uh, raffling off armies. Oh, you stole my thing. That's true. <laughs> No, I'm not going there. No. No, for the best. Choose a sympathizer. Well, it'd be funny for the podcast if we did go there. Oh, this is actually yeah, this wanna... is the most controversial part for Stu, is it? He's like, nah, I'm off. Let's... Well, <laughs> Stu agrees I, I with don't people breaking the law. I don't see a problem with it. I think somebody wants to sell their army, they don't sell it for the price, the price that they want to sell it for. If they wanna, if they wanna sell tickets and, and somebody else thinks it's worth, I don't know, five quid they wanna spend on a ticket, then somebody's gonna get it. I mean, I think, I think that it needs to be fair how it's drawn. Which is fine, but you can't you keep up maybe be regulated somehow. Tickets, it's cancelled. That's your issue. Well, you can't go. Oh, but I need to sell at least six hundred tickets to get my money's worth. No, no, no. Well, I, I that's don't what know. What, that's what I yeah. mean, I don't know, and I, and I don't. I don't know the ins and outs. All I'm saying is the principle of somebody raffling off something. People raffle houses. People raffle cars. And so long as you're not banking on winning it. I mean, if you don't want to take part, don't buy a ticket. Um, I, I don't know. I'm I'm not. I, I don't know the guy. I uh, don't know much about it. I just saw there was quite a lot of negativity, and and if I think that um, it's a shame. Maybe. Well, I don't know the character of the person. I don't know the characters of the people who were giving them shit. But I think maybe uh, it, it was a bit... It seemed a bit aggressive to me from the outside. A bit like um, Margaret Thatcher's treatment of the miners. Oh, you know my position <laughs> and my contra- I am contractually obliged not to engage in political discourse. <clears throat> so... Um, I'm, I'm not going to start talking about miners. You're all bad. 
<laughs> anyway, there you go. That's that's. I I don't Not know. Good and why. What's good and why, Liam? Gary, uh, dark, fantastic Mills scenery, because yes. he's knocked it out of the blaming park with that new necropolis gate. Yeah, the one that is All fourteen inches off. tall. Fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> and if you, that. and yeah. if you go on the website and enter the code Northern Invasion Twenty Twenty at checkout, you'll get a fine discount. Ooh, is that still active? Yes, it's still 2020. So, yeah. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> so if you put that in, and that's in addition to any any sale discounts on items as well. He's so, also right now asking for feedback, almost. Yeah. Of what people would love to see, uh, yeah. which hopefully people do pop across what they love to see. His new again, he's doing now mushroom trees for Nurgle, which again. I just bought four. I need to buy now another four, which is going to be the enjoyable thing. Yeah. I think we all agree that that Fantastic Mills is good. And, yeah, there are a myriad reasons why. But, yeah, I, I yeah. Great service as well. I've yeah. ordered oh, definitely. umpteen times, and it's when you get the dispatch, two days later, it's at your door. Uh, amazing. Did you use your voucher that we got from Twin Realms? Yeah, I did. I went to use mine and it expired. <laughs> so <laughs> I left it too late. Just message him. His stuff's yeah. awesome, though. It is. Um, that Firebase, I've got the the Firebase starter plus the big bunker thing as well. And it's all painted and magnetised. It's glorious. It's, it's uh, Hish stuff. the stuff they got me. Like the the floor, oh, yeah. the Argent just, Realm stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Oh yeah, it's good. Yes. He what would you like some... to see then? Obviously, we're talking of this the scenery. What would I, anyone I, here like to see? I, I suggested three things. Well, I didn't. I suggested one because to suggest three would be cheating. But I kind of, in my preamble to my suggestion, just skirted around the edges of what I would have liked, which is I like bridges because I like rivers. So I'd like some kind of a a bridge that's uh, just a, a stone bridge because I like stone bridges um, and modular ruinous walls and things. I bought quite a lot of them recently from from Gale Force Nine, the battlefield in a box stuff for their yeah. village. But I think that Gary could do a really really good job of just producing some kind of a modular sort of a ubiquitous fantasy village or setting uh that'd be really nice um i'd like i did also in passing suggest some modern day heroic um yes settings, i saw that yeah which would be based just because i want a crisis, crisis protocol stuff um I, there's some pretty good things on etsy and stuff where people have produced things like uh bleaker bleaker street so that you can get um dr strange's sanctum yeah. And all different yeah, things. TT Combat is the other one that yeah. we used to use when I played Batman, which was quite good quality. But yeah. it's wooden, so it's a pain in the ass. To... I'd quite like to see him do something modern day, but I th- the thing that I thought was the easiest in the spirit of what he was asking was for uh, an alternative um, god statue for his ne- necropolis, his uh, necrosis setting. So something like a jackal headed god. Um, 
to go with the statues. Forest, maybe. Yeah, I just suggested jackal headed. Um, hopefully he'll just do it with Manfred's face for me. Maybe he um, could do a, you know, you talk about his alternate Nurgle trees. Maybe he could do an alternate um, Bone Reapers Nexus thing. That'd be quite cool. Yeah, just a big penis. I saw. Did you see someone <laughs> did? Did you see someone did it with, as a corn one? They did it as a corn. Uh, they had like axe heads at the corners and then a cauldron oh, in the no. middle. Of the I hadn't seen that. No. It's on Twitter somewhere. Yeah. What, what about yourself? What would you like if it was with one thing? Me. Yeah. Any day, any day would be like Lovecraftian or oh, yeah. like uh, Bloodborne-ish sort of like uh, Cthulhu pretty much. Anything like the, the idea of the gods sort of thing, worshipping sort of thing to that mm. sort of side. Uh, like growths that coming out of the ground and things like that and spires and mm-hmm. all over that. Nice. Shop and take my money. That'd be me. Yeah. What about the other two? What about you two? What piece of scenery would you like, Scott? Yeah, no, just what I said there. Some OBR Nexus would be quite cool. Interesting, interesting take on that footprint if you can. Yeah. Some sort of spirey things going on, alternate things. Um, yeah. I don't know. Very much like the the scenery that we saw and we all thought was going to come out but didn't from GW, like the skull tower. And oh yeah. That, the, all that stuff we all we did in the day. That's all we we all thought that. The realm of death would have actually got some scenery for the Soul Wars, but it didn't. No. But you, Nathan, anything in particular? Um, I'd just like to see an expansion on his Argent realm stuff, like yeah. uh, an inverted one. So, like that seems very realm of light esque. I'd like to see the Shadow oh. Realm, the kind of dark, jaggy version. Mm. Um, I think that'd be like Hagra. Cool. Yeah. Like just they've got, he's got the floating islands and stuff. I think it'd be cool to have like inverted jaggy nice. forms of the the high, the highish stuff. So you've got the kind of between the two realms. I well, think that's that'd a cool be idea. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I've not suggested it on his Twitter feed door. I did see it when I was working. I forgot to comment. But yeah, no, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Kind of like uh, like uh, Thor Dark World sort of. Like the yeah between the uh, two it's yeah. like Inception yeah. and like some of it's upside down some of it's right well I think that'd be cool yeah mm-hmm. that that That's just reminds cool. me that that artwork of um Slanesh kind of um escaping. almost escaping yeah, yeah between the yeah. two yeah that looks that looks really cool that kind of vibe you know mm-hmm. yeah that's what I was kind of thinking of that yeah. would be cool if you did like I don't know how easy it'd be to three D print chains sort of thing but you could definitely have like Bound uh, Colossus. Like there's massive obelisk in the middle getting held by these chains, but then it's obviously these uh from obviously my side, hedrons sort of that would hold you in. Uh, look that up, hedron, that's a magic uh, sort of realm sort of thing. Xenicar. One thing some one thing I noticed that somebody else had suggested was a large sort of orc totem, possibly um dedicated to two gods. I'd love to see some big orky terrain. Yeah, that'd be you cool. know, some some not like there is a lot of stuff out there that's more 40k based with like metal panels and things on i've got some stuff here yeah uh, Gra- some fantasy stuff uh grant moody he's bought obviously all the sigmar can the new sigmar statue ones and that that were released yeah and he's just gonna like face paint all over it like the orcs cool. have just came in and uh wrecked sigmar's face sort of thing and replaced it with oh, gore sort of. that's what uh, we need 
but no, I'd love to see some orc orc stuff. Even yeah, if that's it's some sort of like a, I don't know hide huts or something. I have some again from Gale Force Nine there uh, that I use for my ogre village, but just mm. some kind of like a TP type huts and totem poles and just some just some yeah orky shit. Just some. That's there. actually one model I dislike is the Moon Shrine. Yeah. I just don't think it fits the theme of the rest of the what they had. Yeah. Um, I like I like to see in uh, Sinky wearing it as a hat. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> aside from that, no. No so a hat on his head for. It was carry on travel, wasn't it, or something? A carry on luggage. So so Nathan, what's good and why? Um oh, I don't know. Airbrush. Have we done airbrushes before? No. 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 Yeah, no. Um, I've never painted an army so damn fast. Like, you were talking about quick shade thing and how it's quite good to get a table on, like, yeah. an army on the table quite quick. I painted that full army in about nine hours working time. Yeah. It was really quick and it's turned out really well. And I didn't invest a lot of money and I've not had a lot of practice with it either. Like, I think I got the basic airbrush kit off of Amazon for about 40, it was you linked me to it, 47 pounds. And then after practicing with the stuff that came with it a bit, I bought a airbrush, a Harder and Steenbeck, like basic one, it's called the Harder and Steenbeck Ultra. I think it was about another 40 pound. And other than that, you just use your normal paints. You can make your own paint thinner, your own airbrush cleaner, quite cheap and stuff as well. It doesn't need to be an expensive hobby tool if you think about how much money you spend on brushes and paints. And it's so damn quick. I think I got all the base coats done in about three hours on 140 model army. Jeez. And then the rest of it to get to kind of tabletop standard was a little bit of brushwork, dry brushing, uh, and then I varnished it all. With uh, another thing that's good, AK Interactive Ultra Matte Varnish is really cool. It's kind of pulled everything together and you can paint over it as well. So I'm, I've obviously got highlights and stuff I want to add to it. You can paint acrylic paint on top of the varnish and then just put another thin layer of varnish on when you're done. Okay. Um, but I've I'd, I'd done almost all of it with the airbrush and it was really quick. I'll probably do a guide at some point, but yeah, I think it, I think it was really surprising how quick I, I got it all done. Like I've been working on uh, Deepkin for Rich as well. Again, got all the base coats done with the airbrush super fast. And then you can just get in with the brush and finish off the, the highlights and stuff afterwards. Do you think it'd encourage you to do terrain and things like that? Um, I don't know. Because um, you could do it fast. The terrain that I have painted, I've sprayed with a rattle can yeah. and then just dry brushed. But I've not yeah, painted any terrain since I got my airbrush. I probably would use my airbrush on terrain just think uh, sometimes it's a, light it a bit thin for i find for terrain because you're going to be handling it a lot more yeah but I then again it you're varnishing it afterwards mm-hmm. it's still sometimes even a varnish I would, always i probably would put the varnish on because that that was super quick it was really yeah. if anything um i maybe need to invest in a bigger paint uh pot for the airbrush like the one that comes with that airbrush i talked about is two mil so i was like able to spray maybe 10 models with varnish before I had to fill the, the little tub up on the airbrush again. All right, so you can fire varnish through the airbrush? Yeah, 
Yeah, so yeah. you just just uh, thin it with your airbrush thinner as okay. well. Okay. Um, and turn the pressure down a bit. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll be. It'll go everywhere. I put, <laughs> I put yeah. um, the contrast paint through the airbrush as well. Did um, you have to thin that, or did it? I didn't thin it, but in hindsight, I might I might thin it and put the pressure up a little bit because I think I had it too low, which caused it to spray out a bit because I ended up having to put, I put the contrast through to do the kind of red on the arms and the eyes or the, the face around the mouth. And then it oversprayed, so I ended up having to go back with the flesh colour to tidy it up. Do you so, know what we need? What we need is for somebody local to our scene, we've got some good painters, to do it like a, a an afternoon or just a half day thing at Common Ground and tag it onto a tournament where you can have like the basic intro to doing airbrushing and maybe sell some kit at it. Because I, if I if I could sit down with somebody for half day and learn the principles hands on rather than watching a video and and then walk away from there with the kit, I'd do it and maybe yeah. take the uh, take the plunge. Just not knowing. I'm by no means an expert. I'm very well, much still learning as I go, but I think we've got people. Your best from... person to ask that would be would be uh, Riath. Or Riath, yeah, Riath would be well, good. Riath be your man. Well, why don't you get? Here you go, Riath. Why don't you get yourself like half a dozen airbrushes and put listen. on a put on a bloody <laughs> half day thing where He's people can come. He's talking doing it at a shop. Well, that's it. I'd yeah. go to his shop. I'd pay. I'd pay a fee. For a half day sort of lesson on the basics and yeah. to to get the the um airbrush as part of the the fee painted by I'd, I'd pay a couple, that element I'd, as well i'd pay a couple of yep. hundred quid to or to what's his name learn take away an airbrush dave sprocket he's done a few but yeah. they're like really high level painters i think i only want the basics army painting would be a good one i think it's getting yeah. people willing to pay a bit of money for army painting tutorials, but well, honestly, I, I, I'm really impressed with how well my army turned out in such a short period of time. I think it's yeah. just teaching the principles of of thinning, of when you need different types of pressure, mm-hmm. and just the basics for sort of like you the, know where you'll actually pick up the most is actually just learning. It's I don't think it's even something you can tell someone. It's like you don't know yourself until... It probably would help seeing somebody do it, though, because mm, it took me so. a long time to kind of get what people were talking about, well, but also, it is very much as you feel it, because you've got to understand how far back you can pull the trigger, which is all very much a tactile thing. You can't observe somebody doing it. You need to have a shot of it yourself. Well, that's what so. I'm saying. And then if you're setting it up, getting it started, using it, and then you're mm. also putting it away and cleaning it at the end and doing yeah. it as one practical session honestly i think that people would buy into it and do it yeah i think so too thank so you Riaf, get have a word with Riaf then and uh liam get him to uh get him to do a half dozen people round at his thing I'll, I'll buy in i need to i need to learn how to use an airbrush before i get too it's, old it's actually not too bad <laughs> i would actually say there's worse things to learn uh, there's a lot of things i don't know how to do painting wise uh and like non-metallic metal and things like that or even dry brushing well uh, is a thing that dry brushing is a thing i've learned as well over the last year i was doing it wrong go on to start off really really uh, light yeah give it give us a, a an in i don't know in three sentences how do you do dry brushing right use your hand as a palette use a bigger brush than you think you have to like makeup yep. brushes yeah um 
get almost all about two all, inches wide. I'd yeah, say all of the paint off it, like till you think that you've got all of the paint off it, but just not all of it. Like, That's why your skin's good. Stuff. Yeah. That's why I always find using my. I honestly always use my palm because you've got to think of how much surface tension you have on your hand, and then like you can scrunch it up and see the texture of what it'll leave if you yeah. obviously go. Again, I sometimes go for a heavy dry brush, like a, a quite a heavy paint dry brush if I'm trying to get a colour across. But like when you're doing your final highlights, like the back of your thumb, can like on your you see on the bend of your thumb where you've got like your largest lines. Well, I do anyway, but it's a, it's a good thing for radio. This you just brush like down and just lightly, and it'll show you what where it's going to raise on there and then uh, to what your model does yeah, like, like obviously models have a lot more texture which is why hand your hand like i say i always use my hand rather than tissue paper because tissue paper is soft especially if you're working with white or light colors which you tend to with yeah. the dry brushing you don't always like i wouldn't advise anybody just go and spend loads of money on it but the artist opus stuff the series d i'm definitely going to invest in one of them very tempted to pick that up and uh, they've got a palette as well a texture palette mm. for okay. getting all of the paint off of your brush but to put it quickly um makeup brush get almost all of the paint off the brush and work lightly against the texture don't go in circular motions and cover everything from every angle work um you choose yeah, deliberately you choose an in a certain you're angle hit it at, yeah. and you do all the a lot of the dry brush at the same time at that yeah. angle also okay. if you're doing a layer do it once don't go back yeah at it later because you'll pick up a darker tone at different areas the same idea that's why obviously myself and Nathan uh, and all that always spray your models either black or gray first and then hit them with a xenophil spray of white or a lighter color yeah, my model. models are really light skin I primed everything black I started from like as dark as I possibly could because I was able to use the airbrush so I when you're so using your I airbrush, do you black. still zenithal them with an airbrush? Yeah, so I zenithaled everything first. I've been watching a lot of this guy on YouTube called Marco. Um, I think he's he's Polish, but he lives in Ireland. He, he's got. I'll, I'll try and link it for you later, and you can maybe put it in show notes or whatever. I can't remember his full name. He's got a YouTube channel, and he talks about using his zenithal highlight almost like a sketch. So if you think about like a black and white sketch where you can only have shadow and light, you kind of get the bits that you want to be light with the white first. And then when you paint over it, that's you already got like a kind of natural highlight. Um, so that does almost all of the work for you right away there. That cuts a lot of time out and it doesn't take long to do with an airbrush either. Uh, I've been shading as well. So I've been doing like a light color from the top, like white or gray. And then the color I want in the shadows from underneath before I then start putting the layers on. Yeah, it's mm. a lot of work if you want to do the brush, but it's so easy if you've got the the airbrush. Also, always write down what paint you put in something. Always take a note somehow of what paint you use to get to do a certain color. Because the amount of times, honestly, I've done a paint scheme, where I go back and then I add to that army, and I'm like, how did I get that color? Yeah, I I always get that wrong. Okay. Well, there you go. That is what is good and why. So, thanks, folks. So, I think the next thing we've got before we go on to 
Um, we've got a few questions and things, but before we go on to that, uh, I was hoping, Nathan, you'd be able to uh, just t- say a few words about the the, the team league. Yeah, um, so there was a lot of talk about this uh, team event that Rob Symes is putting on down in uh, Nottingham or down that, that neck of the woods anyway. Um, and I was talking to JP one morning and he messaged just going, it would be cool to play in, like this team league actually seems pretty cool, it'd be cool to do it. And I'd been thinking about having sort of team, like I, I kind of pushed John Harper to try and put a team event together last year, or well, it would have been this year, wouldn't it? before Six Nations to try and get us a bit of practice and stuff. Um, and I thought, you're always telling me if I want a pack the way I want it, I should run my own event. So I thought, mm. well, I'll just take the leap and <laughs> do it. And I will do it the way I want to do it. Exactly. So you should. kind of sketched together a pack earlier on this week. I'm working towards finalising it, but it's um, going to be operated kind of like a, a league within a seeded bracket for the finals. We're only going to have four teams first year round. Probably going to stick with four teams for the foreseeable just because of a ske- the scheduling point of view. Like As soon as we put more teams in, we need everybody to play more games. And it's already becoming apparent it's going to be difficult to get everybody together to play the games. But um, we've got a team from Orkney with yourself, Stu, um, yeah. and some of the guys up towards the Aberdeen area. Uh, we've got a team. Firefolk. Yeah, <laughs> COVID <laughs> patients. Um, the ones got... that are free to move around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I am now. I'm allowed to move. <laughs> we've got a team from uh, Newcastle down that way from the um, is it the Warlords? I always yeah. get mixed up yep. between them and yeah. the guys from uh, the Warriors. There, so the Newcastle Warlords, they are putting a team together. Um, I'm putting a team together with the kind of guys from the Glasgow West Coast area and then we've got a team from John Harper uh, towards Stirling and the uh, Kingdom of Fife yeah Fifers um, so they're going to be putting a team together the way it's going to work is it's four players per uh, team but then there's space for two substitutes but they're not going to be substitutes they're fully fledged team members but only four play on the day, so you can switch your players out between playing different teams. Uh, and then in, in the regular season, it's going to be round robin, so every team will play each other once. Uh, it'll be best, well, it's not best of three, it's three games on a day. So when you're meeting, it's going to be like a, a one-day tournament kind of schedule. You'll score points based on uh, your team's performance, so 20 nil per game. And then uh, winner takes one point towards the league table. You'll play three games. So everybody's going to get to 12 opportunities to add points to the, the table. And then the first place will play the fourth place team in the final in the first game. And second place will play the third place team in the final round. And it's going to be like a mixture between a double elimination and a consolidation bracket. So the winners of the first round will play each other. And the losers of the first round will play each other. And then the loser of the winners will play the winner. Uh, we'll play the loser of the <laughs> losers. Essentially, anybody can win it when you get to the final is the way that it's worked out. So even if you finish fourth in the league, if you win your first game 
and then you win your second game and your third game, you'll win. If you lose your first game, but then win your second and your third game, you would also win. So it's anybody's to win. It's not super competitive. It's not gonna. You're not playing loads and loads and loads of games to filter out to the to the best. The best team can lose in the final day. So I think it sounds quite exciting, and it gives everybody up here an opportunity to practice Six Nation style uh, scoring. Team events, isn't it? We just never have. Yeah, it's good. We've never really had that up here. So um, the Northern Irish guys have had it for a couple of years, and you can already see how well they've developed in the last two years at Six Nations. Um, me and JP have been talking a bit about how we can improve as a team for Six Nations, and it's ultimately came down to just practice. We do not play enough up here, and more opportunities to play more is only going to be a good thing for us to develop. And it's a tight pack modelled on the Six Nations pack. so. I'm excited to get it off the ground. We just need to try and organise everybody meeting, which is becoming a bit more difficult. But I think it's mainly difficult because there's already tournaments planned between now and December. Mm-hmm. So I think going forward, if this becomes a regular fixture, people will account for it and book it into their calendars. Yeah, prior. They, they yeah. choose, they've already booked this as an event, so why would they book another event in the month, like you say? Yeah, yeah exactly. especially when folk have to travel and stuff as oh, well. Oh, we can have this on the Sunday on a one-day event weekend. Yep, definitely. That's so the ideal. It's just because there isn't any one-days. There's two two-day events between now and December that are on the calendars. That's what I think is making it a bit difficult. So the, North, the Newcastle guys are able to come up in December, but then you guys are thinking probably more January. Oh, no, you're no, December. No, the other way around. The other way around. The other guys are January. Just because so if we can play the other two teams in December... That'll be ideal. Yeah, then that only leaves you to travel down there or then to travel to you to play. Yeah, or, or we can meet halfway in Sterling, yeah. whichever way around it goes. But I think it, I think it will work out quite good. And I think the biggest thing that's going to build is team spirit. So that's one thing that a lot of people don't really get to experience unless they've played on like a Six Nations or UTC team before. But you're a team of six, but only four of you can play. So it's going to teach people that they need to do the best thing for their team. Um, even if it is just a case of, I can't play this weekend, can somebody else play? Or I, can, I can't play on Saturday, but I can play on Sunday and swapping it around. I think it'll be good for our uh, community. I don't think it's going to be toxic or anything. I think it'll bring everybody together, even though my team's going to win. It would also be good if you, you obviously do this, then Nathan as well would be that, okay, like on TTO, you change everyone's, maybe an alias or group to the to whatever your team's called and yeah. then you could also have like obviously between yourselves and four teams you could have it that like a piece of paper signed between oh whose team did the best at even normal tournament sort of thing as well sort of thing like you say bonding and i think that's exciting as well i've, I've already told everybody they need to get team shirts so i would expect mm-hmm. the teams when they're at a singles event to represent their team and mm-hmm. uh, you could even have like a kind of table to track how the teams are doing at singles and stuff maybe get it on jp's rankings page their their team that they mm. represent i think it'd be good i really yeah. like what um i like oh. the idea behind what rob Symes is trying to do with the, yeah. the team event because team warhammer is really good We're good for <coughs> hopefully hopefully though it'll encourage some of the people who are pretty lazy and only play around the central belt to do a bit of traveling as well though yeah definitely. because yeah. Um, it'd be nice if people could make the effort and come and play 
some of us up north or get down to uh, Newcastle to play. And it's a good opportunity for it as well because when you're playing these team games at the moment, you only need space for four tables. So yeah. you guys were talking about Farmhammer. Like if it's mm-hmm. possible for a team to travel up to Grant's Farm, which is a lot easier for you guys up north to get to. And um, it doesn't. But you can all play here. Just fly up to Orkney, and you know you can play at my house. It's fine. I think we'll get four steps. tables in baby there. Steps. No worries. You still take a well, boat. We, we travel down the there every the month. Yeah. You can travel up to us once a year. <laughs> but now oh, the plan no. is to make it a kind of rolling thing. We'll see how it goes in the first iteration, and then. But we're going to get relegated year one. I don't think we'll have relegation year one. <laughs> We'll maybe leave you in it for a couple of years. Oh, jeez. But the, the plan is as well for it to become community-driven as well. So while it was my idea to get it off the ground and get it going, I think we're going to have the captains basically run it, similar to Six Nations. So there'll be maybe one person makes the final call, but everybody else will have a, a call on the, the pack and the rules. And if things need to change, then they change by a vote of the captains. Yeah, no, it sounds good. It definitely does. I'm quite, we're quite exciting. We've we've been uh, uh, badging ourselves as as a team for years anyway, and we've been on TTO as the same team, uh, and we have the Orkney Tiara, which is whoever finishes the highest amongst us um, becomes the de facto champion. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Until the next event, so we have a little bit of inter um, inter player rivalry anyway i mean we're not playing at the very top tables or um as as cutthroat as uh, some of these other teams will be but uh we'll we'll enjoy it just as much well our team plays each other table one game five every tournament anyway so i suppose we've not really told who's on the teams yet if uh, you've got if we can have a minute i can tell you everybody that's on the teams because i've got it on my whatsapp mm-hmm. tell us who's on your team first year uh well this myself um, and then I've got Spadge as my glamorous vice captain. Um, and then we've also got Eric, the child of chaos. Um, we have uh, potentially, perhaps, um, well, we do have in at the moment Shane. Um, but Shane's got quite a lot of commitments, which may prevent him from travel. We're not 100% sure yet. Okay. Uh, but we've got another lad up here who's actually playing me on the channel next week, uh, Liam, who um, who's who's really keen. Um, so so he's he's going to start coming to events. He's coming to Northern Invasion for his t- first tournament. Um, but so he's he's wanting in. And then we've also got um, our honorary Orkney Raiders in Sinky and Grant Fraser. Um, nice. So. Basically, we're 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 going to be um, at least trying to um, get the honour of having the the largest bar bill uh, of the <laughs> evening after the event. Why um, you're going to have Sinky's discount? Well, we'll st- we'll still we'll still have the largest bar bill, I reckon, <laughs> even with the discount. Uh, so no, we're 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 looking forward to it. Um, we're gonna. We're going to see. It's interesting seeing the pack. I'm pretty sure that everything's all right anyway, but it's worth noting as well the thing about the restrictions on War Scrolls and yes. on allegiances, which is, it's good. It reflects it reflects sort of like a international level competition. It was all copied from the Six Nations pack and repurposed for what we're kind of doing. It was all, So it's all going to be in line with what 
international Warhammer is. I'll maybe put a link to the pack in a future episode when it's finished. Still yeah. got to kind of pretty it all up and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, team spirit-wise, you guys are definitely in the lead because you've been a team, as you say, for so long. So mm-hmm. you've got that going for you. Um, John Harper's team, the old grumblers, maybe yet to be renamed. We don't know. He's got Mark Roberts, uh, Andrew, Stephen, Lee Martin, David Jack, Simon P- uh, Fitzpatrick, almost said Pitzpatrick, uh, Fitzpatrick and himself. So they're, uh, they've got a couple of players in there. Yeah. Yeah. Mark's on the rise. Andrew's trumping face with the Sharks. And then they've got, they've got the DJ. shark himself, Lee Martin, and DJ. And yeah. DJ, yeah. yeah. The, great, the great white shark. The great white shark. <laughs> <laughs> that has got to be his new name going forward. <laughs> but yeah, no, they've they've got a good team as well. They are. Just looking for the Northern Warlords. I don't know if he posted it in the, the group chat or if he sent it to me directly. He did put it, he did put it in the group chat. Did he? I'm just looking for it now. <laughs> I think um, there were a few names there I didn't recognise. Yeah, they all seem. I think he, he mentioned that a lot of the guys were uh, newer. That's good. Which is good. Like I think their club's been growing quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. I think, so he's got Martin, who's his co-host. Yeah. Um, Josh, Thomas, Anthony, or Simon. So we've not got any surnames there, but. I'm not sure. Yeah. The only name that I, names I don't know was Martin. Or a bunch <laughs> of ringers. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna so pull it. He's gonna. It's it's all just Jack Armstrong. <laughs> they, they, play, accents. they play hard as well. Like, yeah, they do. Thomas yeah, is a really good player. So is Martin. Now they have they have um, a a big pool of players. Yeah. they're all from one club, so it really really helps up the games. So yeah, I think they'll do all right. Yeah. And then for our final team, we've still not officially named ourselves, although five wanks. Thought you were the West wank. Coast wanks or something. Yeah, five, five West Coast wanks and a yank. So uh, we've got uh, myself, Scott Smith, um, Andy Curry, Rich Payne, uh, Mike Callahan, and JP Gannis. Fucking hell, you're you're the you're the. Uh... Yeah, the dirty bastards, really, aren't you? So a, a, run, a run-up ringer. We've got John Bayliss was interested if anybody couldn't. <laughs> so you're like, I don't know, Bayern Munich or something. Nobody wants you to win, do they? <laughs> Jesus. We've got Scott. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, Scott's it's a shame, Scott. Scott, Scott, you can you can apply for a transfer to the Auckland team. <laughs> if you I'm just the boss. Another the boss. Like uh, the, uh, another thing that's maybe quite fun to mention, so um, I don't want to take up too much time. So just quickly, uh, Rob Symes got a bit of flack and a bit of praise for his banning thing. So I, I didn't want to put banning of armies in because I felt it'd be too restrictive for the size of community we've got. Like a lot of people operate with just one army as it is. So if they got their army banned, then ban legion a night. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for um the final specifically so in the the regular season all six players must have played one round so that everybody in the team's played in the final every team member needs to go we'll need to put a clause in there that if somebody on the team can't go then you can take a spare or something somebody that's not played in the regular season Um, but in round one 
I've got it so that you can ban. So say our team were playing each other, uh, Stu, when we face off before we do the cards, only four players are going to play on each team. So we can each ban two players that we're not going to have to play against. Girl, right? No, but those two players that get banned are automatically playing in the second round. So they can't get banned twice. Okay. those two players get in and then you're going to be able to uh, ban one player of each team <coughs> or you get to pick your final two players and then that final player that was banned gets to has to play in the third so there's going to be ways to mitigate so if you're play, if, if you're finished number one in the league so my team's obviously going to finish number one in the league and you're going to finish fourth you get to ban two players from our team before we go into drafting and you'll know what all the lists are so you can mitigate any potential advantage that we would potentially have uh by banning like two of the players who really gubbed you in the, the regular season or whatever. I, think, I think it'd be better if you just let us take an extra thousand points in each of our armies <laughs> nah that wouldn't be better i think this sounds fun so, yeah no i think it does i think it sounds good and again it, it boosts the team spirit as well so while you might go there and get banned and not get to play three games of warhammer that day it's all about the team so yeah. you might not be getting to play, but you can cheer on your team from the side. Also, if we can figure out casting events, yeah. band players will obviously get an opportunity to help cast. It was one of yeah. the things I was talking to JP about. That would be pretty cool. So you've Fun. got people that actively play in this sort of scene that know what they're talking about, getting to comment, which would be mm-hmm. pretty cool. But we need to look into internet and stuff, don't we? Yeah. Um, well, I've got the kit now. All the kit is here. It's just uh, whether or not the the connection's fast enough or whether or not it just needs to be recorded and then uploaded later on in the day. Look into investing into a wireless card, like what um, they do for the Honest Wargamer. See, mm-hmm. we'll price it up and see how much it costs. As a yeah, see how much it is. It. Yeah, no, that sounds good. Definitely. Well, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, we're going to be the people's choice because... <laughs> Uh, we've got no gamey bastards. Neither do we. <laughs> I'm a narrative gamer. I've actually yeah. written loads of narrative for my North Invasion army, but I've not taken a champion. You've not taken one? Nope. Have you binned him off? Yeah, I just ah, couldn't, right. I couldn't get him to fit in the narrative of the, the army. I've written a whole bunch of narrative, but he just doesn't fit. In oh, the that's story. fair enough then. Yeah. You, you just keep it pure. That's it. <laughs> Oh well, fair enough. No. So yeah, it's a northern invasion. I suppose I should mention that. Uh so we've got uh the event it's going ahead. We've got it up to Steve's let me get an extra couple of tables in. So we're at twenty eight players. Um we're all sold out. We've got a couple of people on a waiting list as well. Um and yeah. Yeah, it's looking good. So I do need to release the final pack. I'm just waiting on the last of the... People have been really nice. Um, I didn't know whether things were going to go ahead. So I didn't do my normal thing where I chase down companies for sponsorship really early on. Um, I generally start a good six, eight months before an event and start working on things. Um, And because I didn't know what was happening this time, I didn't. But we've been we've been we've had a few a few of our uh, previous sponsors who've been really kind and and um so i'm just waiting on the last of the stuff to arrive before i put the pack out with people's logos in because you never can trust them they might not send you something and i'm not 
I'm not putting the logos in if I don't have good hard currency here in, in amongst <laughs> it. So no. Um and I'm just making sure that stuff arrives and I hear back from I've got one more place left uh to to get back in touch with me um before I release the final pack. But it's not really changing. The only thing that's different is gonna be there's uh, some FAQs going in there. Um uh mainly about the character so for those people that um don't know so the pack allows people to take um should they so desire a um anvil of apotheosis character up to 20 points um which would equate to up to 200 points um and if they do do that there are one or two restrictions um but if they do do that um there'll be extra things that they can be playing for um through the day in term well through the weekend in terms of prizes and whatnot um so so uh, I've, i seem to i've had quite a, a bit of interest i've had some really really good photographs of work in progress photos seem to be coming to me um by message have you seen paul's yeah i have yeah oh, how good is that yeah no I've, spoilers but yeah his is really yeah cool. his is pretty epic um there's some really good ones spadger's done a really good one as well he's got a parkour um herald of um slanesh that's based on no no spo- sorry to spoil it if he's <laughs> spadge uh based on um the neferata model but it's like a oh, yeah. it's a herald that's sort of um yeah parkouring across some ruins it, it looks really awesome so there's a few other ones as well in there so i've had a few people sending <clears> pictures <throat> and uh sending me bits of the narrative as well so i i love that side of it it's it's good fun and um i think you'll be disappointed with me as well Stu. well it's okay you know it's uh it's your own choice i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be pushy <laughs> if you're a power gamer that's that's your i can assure you my list is not power gamery and i'm definitely going with the narrative in mind and every single I'm model not, in my not, army is converted i wouldn't, dispu- I wouldn't so. dispute it with you nathan I, I'm, I'm talking about scott we know what scott's darker side's like <laughs> i just i don't have the i don't have the creativity to think up a war scroll i don't know what it is i'm quite creative when it comes to modeling i could i could model something really really easily like put something together on the table like a, a little guy, but I, I couldn't write a war scroll for him. It's weird. Well, there you go. Just do that and just use a standard. Huh? Bellicor. Well, there you go. Yeah, you've, you've <laughs> got a converted Bellicor, haven't you? Can't make yeah. it any better. Just give him a different name. <laughs> no. No. No, it's fair enough. Um, no, it, and it made clear in the pack as well that it is optional. So people don't need to do that if they don't want. Um, it's just that they won't get the the big prize thing but you've got enough prizes off me over the years anyway nathan so you don't i was going to take change host because i was thinking right okay i'll take a change host because i had done well with the change host a couple of years ago and i'll make a little hero model but it just made the change host list that i was planning disgusting taking the like it would have ticked all the boxes for your narrative but i would have been regenerating d6 plus 2 d3 models into every unit like there would be absolutely no (laughs) it it would be disgusting (laughs) Oh, well. so i decided not to you were saving people no it's fine i think i think it'll be okay hopefully there's enough there in the pack that people no matter what people want to do be it painting being creative or playing competitively there's something for everybody so 
um it should be okay we've got some good sponsorship we've got um yeah well i won't go through them all at this point i'll do it maybe a bit closer to the time um when i think when's the deadline for lists is that <laughs> i'm asking so you two weeks have read the pack I think it's less than it's less than two weeks. I think it's a week on Friday, so I really should get the finalised pack out. Um, but we'll see. Uh, and yeah, that'll be good. That'll be a, a bit of fun. We can't do the same levels of socialising, obviously, because of physical distance and sensible behaviour. Um, but we will be order, We will be booking a series of tables at the Brewdog for um, uh, four people or thereabouts at each you can have up to six but we'll see how many people are interested in going out it's quite sensible the way they do it they uh they have the booth areas so um, still three households maximum per table per in booth. scotland yeah. yeah so that's okay um we're just gonna have to split people out um amongst the amongst the um the tables i don't think we're gonna have a massive amount. it's only a 28 player tournament so i can't see it um it being that much lisa's Which, coming through so we'll yeah. be going out for a drink yeah that'll be good um there's a few folks so yeah i'm looking forward to it um yeah. thank you nice. too yeah so excellent uh but yeah that's northern invasion um i think the the other side of things we've mentioned briefly the the youtube channel we've been doing uh some some battle reports and you see various people beat me on those that's been good fun it means i've been getting some games in um there has been some requests for some stuff so i was going to tap you guys up as well and and see if you wanted to do a little bit of a a video skype uh just for a couple of little chats here and there that i could edit into something but i'll talk to you about that later um but yeah uh things are going good with that it's it's interesting uh get a lot of people commenting and sending messages and people that are not from our local scene as well much more sort of diverse than the podcast listeners i think and that's good uh, it's i've been enjoying them yeah it's it's all right we're trying to keep it light-hearted um but it will be good to get get some uh some proper filthy players up who want to who do want to actually play some pretty nasty lists and we'll uh We'll, we'll get some good games in, um, get some good ones recorded. It should be good fun. It's a while before my trip to Orkney, but uh-huh. we're going up in April now. So we've oh, booked, is it April? Yeah, we've booked a trip to... Um, we're going up the West Coast, and then we're going across to Thurso over to Orkney okay. in April. So I'll talk to you about specific dates, but it's a while away oh, yet. Good. Oh, that'll be grand. Easter break. Cool. That sounds good. Yeah, but yeah, we'll get, we'll get you up as well, Liam, before you... Uh, before you get to that stage where you're not sleeping and and you're uh you can maybe come and uh play those KO against me. Seeing as yeah. though you've you've lovingly crafted them. Are you still in the They're literally getting bubble wrapped at the moment. This is Are they? Yeah. Are you still coming to Falkirk every now and then, Stu? Uh well, the office is closed at the minute. Right, okay. So no, I've not been down I've not been down for a while. I don't know when that's gonna start again um so i'm doing everything from home at the moment uh i I do my site visits and things so i i get my allocations of jobs at the beginning of the month so hopefully i'll get some central belt ones and and get a trip down there again next month Uh, that'd be quite nice and i'll i'll bring an army uh i'm sure we can sort something out 
Yeah, so that's Northern Invasion. How's the events calendar looking, Scott? So, <clears throat> Northern Invasion, 19th, 20th September. I've talked about that just now. So that's the next one, obviously. Um, into October, there's a new two there, which we may have talked about already, I can't remember. Uh, Realm Wars, which Andrew Stevens running his first event. And he's gone in balls deep with a two dare, so that should be good. Um, interesting pack. We've not, we don't, we've talked about that yet, have we? His uh, endless, shall never be spoken about. <laughs> his endless spell. Comp, endless endless spells. Uh, or reverse comp um, on endless spells, where you can now pay for one spell but cast it multiple times, effectively. It's the original wording of the malign sorcery book allowed you to do that before it was uh oh, did it <laughs> yeah so it used to be like if you could cast the spell if you had the model for it uh, so i think that's why he's decided to put it back in so he's, for he's, some he's, weird reason he's like i'm not playing you guys can all have fun <laughs> his hope was that somebody casts five magical mushroom spells whatever they're called yeah that, the I think that's where he stopped thinking about the implications. <laughs> I think yeah. he thought this would be really cool if there was five mushrooms and then didn't think about anything else. So, so, so that'll get broken to pieces by the filthy uh, Scottish scene, I'm sure. Yep. What do you um, think the worst endless spell to build would be? <coughs> the worst one? I don't know. Like I'd, I kind of got excited because I thought that meant you could cast three per turn, but obviously I wasn't thinking you can't cast the same spell more than once. But um, I think Palisades would be a real pain in the hoop for armies that can't dispel spells just because oh. over five is so easy to cast. It's cast on a five plus and it's got a long range. If you had five Palisades models, <laughs> you could just block the six inch long each of them. So you could block massive swathes of the table. That'd be horrid. And um, it's only 30 points to put in your list. Malevolent Maelstrom is a big one as well, floating under the radar. But yeah, 10 points. Each one lets you have an additional unbind attempt. So if you've got three of them on the table for example then your wizard gets an unbind attempt then you'd get three additional unbind attempts for each of the maelstroms in range um, and then they blow up and do a lot of damage i took one to the heat last year and in, in my deepkin army and ended up doing more damage to myself with it than against enemies because it's like 2d6 range d3 mortal wounds when it blows up so like it, it affects a lot of stuff if you're all high on the 2d6 but the unbinds would be really big and it's only 10 points, yeah. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to see what comes of that. So that's October. He, he, it's 24, looking at TGA, there's 24 names on the sheet. So I think that's it full. Although there's some cowboy at the bottom of the list who hasn't paid yet. Some Stu West character. Uh, <laughs> I've not paid. <laughs> according to TGA, but you may not have updated it. Well, maybe I haven't. <laughs> um, oops. So there you go, that's 10th and 11th of October. And the only other thing in the calendar really just now is the Not the Masters event, which is yet to be rebranded for 2020. Um, I, I'd moved it to the end of November, months and months ago, um, just to get it out of December, basically. Um, and now that 2020 has been a bit of a disaster movie, um, and there's not been a huge amount of events. There's, there's not going to be rankings, really. There's not going to be a Masters as such as there has been, and we'll just run a 
um, an event. It was kind of it was kind of thought about at the start of COVID in the in the group as being um, let's let's that, that that might be one of the first events. You know, thankfully we've got things rolling a lot sooner, so that's good. But we'll keep it as it is, just a just a random fun event. Um, I won't do anything too crazy like uh, like Andrew's pack. I haven't written <laughs> it yet, but um, it, it'll be pretty vanilla, I think, and just pretty standard. But it will have another name yet to be thought of, and most importantly, you will get the shield at the end of it for a year. Um, but it, yeah, it might have it might have an Urgle symbol in it rather than your name, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> and and on that, I've got in front of me, I've got the 2019 plaque finally uh, produced. Oh. <laughs> for Mr. Bayliss and his Slanesh. That, that only disgusted took me. three months quicker than you got mine. <laughs> I know, you, you, yours was November, I think it was, until I gave it to It was the day of the event. Was it the day? Yeah. <laughs> I think I, gave, I dropped the shield off a couple of days before, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so at least he'll get uh, a couple of months of looking at his, his own name before it take the shield yeah. off. So. And that, until he wins it back probably in November. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's true, and that's the twenty. I think see the date today. That's the. Let me get my calendar here. Double check it. That's the twenty eighth, twenty ninth of November. At Common yeah. Grounds. That's the plan there. Um, actually, well, I'll tell. Like Tempest is booked for Tempest, January. Tempest, well. yeah. Let's, let's go into January. And again, I've not done tickets for any of these yet. That I'm not going to go. I'm not going Kev uh, levels of organisation here. But twenty third, twenty fourth of January, pencil it in. That's Tempest twenty twenty one. See, it's pretty good. I mean, that means we've got two-day events, September, October, November, December, January. Uh, not December. Nothing in December at the moment. Apart from the, we're doing two days of our team event. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. So there's, there's, there's still some holes. And I'm guessing the calendar's probably not solid at common ground yet either, if anybody else wanted no. to sniff around a one-day event. Yeah, I don't think uh, any more than any more than that many players either i think 28 no. is pretty much the absolute maximum yeah it was moment. quite a nice vibe we've not talked about that have we but the the onslaught vibe was quite nice albeit it's yeah. half the half the revenue for steve etc etc but it was a very pleasant um environment to roll dice in mm-hmm. even with us all masked up and stuff it was it was uh, a nice uh, a nice change i asked him at the end of the day how everybody like if he was impressed with everybody, if he had many concerns, and he said that he was he was uh, thoroughly impressed with everybody's attitude and willingness to look after one another. So no, I I had to apologise. I kept I'm I'm stupid, me, and it's not because I'm belligerent or uh, or trying to be I don't know some kind of a renegade, but I forget things, and so yeah, I I yeah. I, I need to sort my mask my mask etiquette out. I'm a lot better now. But because I don't leave the house that often. Yeah. yeah I'm the same. It's the same when you're going into hotels and things. You just don't remember to put it on walking through foyers and going up to your room and, and Grant and um uh and Eric were continually giving me a kick and telling me to put <laughs> my mask on. I don't know. And it's not because I'm like I'm deliberately shunning it or being a twat. It's just because I'm stupid. Um, but it's the same there because we had to eat at a side table, didn't we? And not eat at our tables because we had to keep our masks on at the table. Oh, and so yeah. it was just remembering to walk over to the side of the room to have a bite of my bacon roll. Or... Yeah, I think that was maybe the most <coughs> uh, less, hard, yeah. less followed rule of the day. Folks still drinking at the table and stuff, but it's, it's kind of hard. It's hard not to do that, isn't it? I held my breath while I was drinking, though. So. <laughs> 
But yeah, good to be out in the, in the world. Out of anyone else's cup, so just get one of those like beer hats, and then just have the straw going underneath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, might just get an IV drip in my trousers or something. I think it's more a point that obviously he did call people on yeah. stuff throughout the day, but everybody was very much yeah. getting on board with it and correcting it as much as they could. So it'll only get better as for as long as we have to continue with it. So. It's good. At least he's not cancelled all the other events and I never got contacted by his contact and trace, so we must have not spread anything, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. And I bought all the crisis protocol stuff while I was there. So, <laughs> so thanks. Thanks, Steve. OK, well, we've got a few questions, not a massive amount. Don't worry. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to go through. So the, the more they're always more relevant to you lot. Because they're about gamey pe- game gaminess and and I'm rubbish at gaming. Um, so, ego, Steve, the first no the second winner of Northern Invasion says, "Ah, Nurgle back in business." Well, they've been doing pretty well since March, haven't they? <laughs> Nurgle wins the year. Doesn't yeah. Nurgle, it depends. I think there's two builds for Nurgle, but yeah, they are back in business if it's Blight King focused or Thricefold. I think Liam predicted I, earlier I on in our chat that they're gonna. Them, so. Didn't you? Didn't you predict that they were gonna win the Masters 2021 then, Liam? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. I can easily see Nurgle winning. If they get a new book and they're in the same line with what Realm Lords and things are, I see them having no problem. Yeah. So Nurgle are back in business. Mars how much Mars how much new armies to sell new kits come out by then, because that's the difference. Mm-hmm. They've got some you good can probably still win it because they'll probably get another buff uh, in the next GHB or something, another I, like points decrease or something. I, I think they're gonna get a new what are, what are those what are those terrain features called? Not the wreck. It's got an actual keyword, hasn't it? Ethereal Vortex or something. Ethereal Vortex, yeah. So do you think that we might get a new one? I'd like one. Out of the Marathi thing? I Maybe. think they might get their tides changed. Because I think all the elves will get their tides changed. Obviously, the high elves, the luminaires, oh, yeah. don't. But Doc and uh, Deep can share a very similar thing of what turn makes Except them the better. Except the Doc one's OP. They get to keep their buffs. <laughs> wow. But no, I think I think that'd be pretty cool. I think there's a lot of scope for change there. Okay, so hopefully one Deep of you have read this. Kits, in my opinion, that's my actual thoughts on that. Then you can need more kits. Well, they might get one. Don't make so good, man. Give them I, ex- I expected when the new KO book came out that there'd be a new ship or something, but I was quite disappointed when all they got was the flying. Um, I honestly think that's their way of updating books now is just going, here's a hero. Yeah. And then they've got it planned like two, three years in advance. So there'll probably be another KO unit, like probably planned for two years and it'll obviously get in our box as well. Mm-hmm. It's wherever they produce the sculptors. I'd love to know yeah. who actually you know, makes a decision and says, right, let's make, go and make this. They don't just make random things, but you know, there's someone deciding at the top of the tree to say a certain direction and eventually the kits come out and then, then they make rules for it and stuff. So 
Yeah. That's how, how far down the line is that? Like like you say, Scott, is it like, uh, all right, we've got this. Years, it? I mean, they listen to the, they listen to the Warhammer podcast last week that, you know, Max Falahi, what his name is, the heavy metal guy. Mm-hmm. He's saying, yeah, we're painting Indominus 18 months ago. Yeah. And that's just obviously come that's out. That's bad, so. really, isn't it? Like, it's the harsh it sounds. It must feel really, like, weak, deflating working in GW, if you... Because you got to talk to people, really. You know what I mean? Like, you do know... Like, if definitely if you're working head office, you would know information that, like, it happened. Uh, what, uh, what was his name that did slip up on stream and then everyone jumps on you? You know what I mean? Things like that. It would be very hard to... Yeah. Yeah, it would be difficult, but you just have to watch who you socialise with. Definitely difficult, because we wouldn't have weeks otherwise if it was easy. It's obviously yeah. Well, yeah, if you work in France or Germany, it seems to be quite easy to do, isn't it? They seem to be always <laughs> ones that have no problem. But again, that's because the same as what Snoop nah, gets. Because they, they get shipped quicker because they need to be there the same week. Just wait for sitting in a box and someone just opens up. Just wait for Brexit, that'll sort all that out. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I hope one of you have read this. Um, so, thoughts about the Jaws of Mark sub-faction. Can there be too much bounce in a Boingrot bounder? That's from Frost Lord's Lars. So I've actually Aye. been looking at Squigglinch recently. I don't know if I'm going soft in my senior years, but I quite fancy playing it. Um, I think it done quite well this weekend as well. There was a tournament. I think I saw results. The Squig stuff from White Dwarf finished second or something. I think he went four and one. Um, I quite like the original rules on paper for Squiggle Inch, but the stuff from the White Dwarf article gives them plus one damage on the Jaws attacks, and then they get six inch move or something like that in the hero phase for the Squiggle Inch as opposed to a six inch pylon. I don't know. I think that it's uh, still low tier two, but I don't know. I don't think there can be too much bounce. I haven't read it. Yeah, no. to be honest. Um, well, but, Andrew but, Stephen gets his blue balls out every now and again, doesn't he? He does, yeah. But I mean, they're, they're, they're cool models and super super thematic. Um, so it'd be good to see. It's just, it's just whether they uh, keep the points in the in the next handbook or else. It's, what's the point? They definitely won't. Um, it was well, disappointing. It's got, it's got time limit, but I think the exact same is to be expected from the Marathi book, unfortunately. I think that's going to expire when... The Dorks that can't get a new battle tome, so it's going to have a expiry yeah. date on it. Well, that's, Even the, that's what they said about looking well, back at it again in Cycle Awakening. They, they release all this new cool stuff, but some of the cool stuff won't survive the next codex due to they can't fit everything in. So they just choose the, better, the things that everyone liked or didn't like and put them in. That's so what they always talked about Necrons. That's why Necrons didn't have any rules on Pariah. It's a shame. They knew their codex was coming like literally three months later. Or plan to be in any way at the time. It's a shame that like this this handbook was the sort of purest one. There wasn't any old factions at the back of the book, like you know Seraphon or whatever. Everything everything's got a book now, basically. Um, yeah. you know they could have chucked them in there. The last whatever years worth of yeah white dwarf stuff. I would just take up ten pages. Was got, I would book. love like a four page FAQ to just update everyone to be the same. So like sixes are modified for everyone. And things like that. I would just like that to be up. Like yeah. that's that's a new edition thing. That's a new core book for I mean, things like that. 
I, d- I did notice again, the that's what the FAQs were like the FAQs didn't change anything really in the GHB because again obviously remember the points came out for Deepkin and then you were like the GHB's oh wow right, the FAQ will fix them and then it didn't change anything yeah the GHB's technically a non-essential publication though like you've got the core rules you can play without the general's handbook you don't it's, like we need it for competitive Warhammer but if you're just somebody in the shop if you've got the core rule book you can continue to play the six missions that are in that book that's where the rules for the game are there and on the app so the GHB is all supplementary stuff. So I think that you need a new edition, a new core book to make core changes to gameplay, which is why mm-hmm. I'm hoping it comes next year. I don't think they can put big things like that in the GHB every year. But they could have stopped it in the, when they did the, like you say, when they did 2.0 change, they could have still won the FAQs because some of the FAQs were chunky, like Seraphon and Zinch and that deleted a heap of stuff. Because they deleted all their summoning and things like that, didn't they? And they like <clears throat> again for like we've still got FAQs on the FAQ page for like the something stronghold book, which the, oh the chaos uh, one. Yeah, mm-hmm. the yeah, scenery rules have been updated since then, like since that book. There's not much in the game that's been errated, like changed. Like you can probably count it on two hands the things in this edition that have been errated to something different from what's in the battle tone. FAQs are just questions and answers to settle rules disputes. They don't, they don't change the rule of what's mm. in the book, so they just kind of settle a dispute. I don't know. I mean, this the Squiggle Edge article was written by the guy Louis Louis Aguilar, whatever his name is. He's one of the new rules guys. It's, it's not the it's, it's not some chap in the canteen. Do you know what I mean? It goes workshop. It's it's one of the bona fide rules dudes along with Sam and but again. Like Jervis, this would so be it's... like like you say that stuff is really cool. But if it's not playable after next July, but then say the Gits book came out next September, for example, wouldn't you be kind of annoyed if it wasn't in it? Well, that's what I was going to say. There isn't any example of an army that's had a White Dwarf article that's then had another Battle Tome yet. So we don't know. Slanesh is the only one. Slanesh got theirs after the Battle Tome. The Battle Tome, but they got the Rapture box, but then they lost the formation from Wrath and Rapture. Are those boxes, yeah, every, all those, those boxes, box. every single one of them's lost in the boxes. Yeah, They're the not boxes. matched to play. But the weird thing about these... The why why the buy them? Obviously just for the models, but... Yeah, the weird thing about these boxes, these uh, White Dwarf articles, is that, and it's been the same with Fire Slayers and Slanesh, they both come out pretty quick after the uh, Battle Tomes dropped. And that's always like, um, that's always like me thinking, well, why, you know, did you not know about this six months ago when you set it for printing, or... Is that just the printing schedules completely operating independently and no one's speaking together or whatever? You know, it just always seemed a bit weird with those two. That they this were really, do really think close. Is tight months apart, isn't it? Twenty months apart. Well, this is this is more. They could definitely tighten that up for this is more. Like we know ourselves how quick a paper can get published yeah. daily. You know what I mean? But, like it's but this could be about hard. like when you back when we were like early teens and you'd get your your models and there's only you and a couple of mates who play. And maybe White Dwarf's the only thing. You've got no link. I know it's a lot easier nowadays with social media, but you might not have any link to the tournament scenes and things. And the only thing you do is play out of the core book and your your battle tome, using those narrative battle tome-specific battle plans that I've never played a single no. one of that are in there for every single one oh, and then yeah. they that's that might be you know those it might be geared towards more those sort of people i don't think sort of like competitive players you fish around in white dwarf for for the um 
for 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 rules for for match play normally really do they i'm looking at a picture of it from somebody in the whatsapp group so i've not got that white dwarf but i've got the rules for it okay but you don't want to have to look let's have a lesson to see the rules again if you no i know i know there are issues with it but let's have a listen to what what it actually sounds like what can they do then so they're modeled on the exact same formations that are in the actual book. So they're made up by the same unit units. They've just got different keyword. So the moon jumper stampede is the same as the squig hopper stampede or something. Uh, the one in the battle tome is re-roll the random movement for squigs because they all move like 2d6 or something yeah. like that or 3d6. Uh, the one in the moon jumper stampede is add one to the damage characteristic of fang-filled gob, massive fang-filled gob, and huge fang-filled gob weapons. So all of their bites are going to do plus one damage, which is pretty good when you take into account the amount of models that you normally end up with in that army. Um, and then the squiggle inch from the battle tome is you can pile in six inches or you can pile an additional three inches and fight when you're within six inches in the combat phase. Whereas in this one, it's D3 units from the battalion can move up to six inches. If both players can move units uh, after, so that's after setup. If both players can move units after setup, it clarifies that you roll off and the winner chooses who moves their units first. So for an army with random movement, being able to move flat six with models that can fly is a good advantage. And I think the whole army becomes a one drop inside that squig lanch as well, or almost a one drop. It's low drop anyway when you build the army. So, so you can maybe get a it is strike. Maybe it does sound like it is geared a little towards that then. It's it's not quite the same as one of those really fluffy ones that used to just be like back of the fag packet, like you say, Scott, the uh the canteen guys come up with an idea, this'll be a laugh, let's do a battle report and make up some janky rules. Oh, this does sound almost like let's uh let's give it a bit of a, a refresh. That's, a that's, that's, that's literally the yeah, I'm just reading the allegiance now. They've actually increased the efficiency big time. So the whole allegiance gets you can re roll the role that determines the move characteristic of squigs. So they get what you would have got from the original battalion anyway, just as part of the allegiance. And they get plus one damage now if they take the the other one. So it's definitely a boost to the efficiency. And the strength better. The yeah. strength actually does something for the yeah. army. Yeah, you can, yeah you can so use the strength. You heal stuff, like the strength now back. says on a four plus a new replacement unit with half the models from the unit that was destroyed rounding up is added to your army. You must set the replacement up probably within 12 of the bad moon shrine. Uh, I think it is. it doesn't do squigs, the original shrine. It just does. Grot. It just does grot, grot. yes. Yeah. Just yeah. ones on foot. So then the you can bring back half a unit. Jazz. That's all it was, I think. The command ability that your um, heroes get is uh, pick one friendly Jaws of Mark Mangler Squig model until the end of that phase. Use the top row of the model's damage table. So that's good, but not good, almost. I think they're at no, their they're best, but they're half damaged, wounded, right? aren't they? Yeah. Like, as they, they get better, and then they get worse again. Um. But if you're a one wound, you're better probably taking the 12 wound version. So they get an envoy of the overbounder. So I guess that answers the how much can you bounce. You can reroll failed battleshot tests for friendly Jaws of March units. I think Squigs are like bravery four or three or something like that. So yeah. And then the artifact of power that you must take. So 
thankfully you can take three in this army but the first one that you must take is at the start of the combat phase you pick one enemy hero within three inches of the bearer if you do so your next hero phase add one to the hit rolls for attacks made by melee weapons by that bearer that target the hero so your hero can add one to hit rolls to fight another hero Mm. and it's not like it's not a it, it says it's allegiance abilities I'm not sure if it clarifies whether or not you can take artifacts from outside this allegiance, because if you can't, then this is where it gets weird. So if you remember the Slaanesh one, the Silesk, you could only take artifacts from that allegiance. There was nothing that let you take other artifacts from the Slaanesh battle tome. A bit like Legion of Grief. Yeah, like Legion of Grief as well, but you could take Malign Sorcery, but now Malign Sorcery is gone. So I suppose they can take this artifact of power and then they can take the one from the realm that they're part of and then they're they've got one artifact that they can't take yeah um don't know how i feel about that but i think i've actually got the list that the guy done well with this weekend as well to check but i think it's good i think it sounds like it reinvigorates them and i know there was a bit of interest i know duffy took the the squigs and andrew stephen took the squigs there was some other half squig armies, but people love squigs and we're all talking about it initially when it dropped. Oh, let's take trogs, let's take squigs. And then they realised, I think, that maybe it wasn't going to get the results they wanted or they weren't quite as Chalmers know, reliable. Final. He went yeah. three, no day one and he then did. I think he finished 4-2, didn't he? Which was still quite good. It was, yeah. Nice. Yeah, he knows his stuff. He's a good, a good player as well. Mm-hmm. Super but cool. I, I think, I think if it if it can reinvigorate the army and and um well encourage uh, more people to take a squig army then yeah sounds good so with that nathan you were saying like of time things and that then do you think this is written like the exact same time the co- the book is or do you think it's like a couple months after and then i think this was a couple of months ago the glow yeah. spike gets book came out in january last year oh, so yeah yeah, I think yeah, it'll it's... probably be three months before publication, I'd imagine. Yeah. It's a power-up. It's, it's obviously not... You know, they've, they've taken a temperature... It's a shame it's... it's only one side of the book, though. Like, just obviously, the way it looked, it looked like the yeah. phone... It should be a Warhammer community article. I'd love yeah. them to do that. Just make it free. You've already got yeah. loads of free yeah, bills. Just, just stick a PDF. Yeah. 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 Here's yeah. a PDF, yeah. Just put it in with the errata as an FAQ. Just yeah. as a PDF. Okay, well... anyway. Let's power on because we've we've made our thoughts known in the last few about um, white dwarf allegiance abilities and points and yeah it can cause problems especially when one person rocks up with it and there's no uh, this I mean is it on is it on well fucking nothing's on Azir at the moment so I'm not no, gonna they're not on going. Azir so your only place you'd find it would be Google Image in it really unless you have the white dwarf yeah. or you're in a WhatsApp chat I mean I think that if if they want to condone or support the use of an allegiance ability and uh, battalions or whatever, it needs to go into us here. There's no reason why it can't. That's their official app. Once they sort the points out, maybe they should sort out anything that's supported in terms of, in terms of, uh, yeah, in terms of rules we can take. I mean, that'd be where it, another place that it could be rather than just as a PDF. Um, it might encourage more people to buy it and subscribe. I'd to also it. like it if they had like a, a not a, like a little switch at the top that you turn on from match play and narrative. So if you turned off, turned it to match play, 
it means it would remove all the realm of wars war scrolls and things oh, like that yeah. that you can't play with because they obviously got no points mm-hmm. or you would have it like where does it come from like a magic so you'd click you would turn it to ghb 2020 which means it would only show you stuff that's legal in match play for 2020 okay well yeah you, the... could, you could then hit a button that if with opponent like uh like a thing that like it could show you the units then that are allowed if your opponent agrees but then you could remove that so you don't see it so that people aren't confused because again i still don't think that question answers anyone's actual idea of what you have to ask your opponent because again everyone laughs but is legion of chaos ascendant real again it's always a thing that i see in yes. certain chats yeah, it is. It is because so no points. Stuff in the book has points. What, use your what use your doing? eyes, Liam. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna move on. We're moving on. More questions. There's not many. This one's for you, Scott. What's oh. the best flavor of fruit gum? Fruit gum. <laughs> <laughs> that's for me and Hunter. Oh, I don't Ooh, know. They're not as chewy as they were in my day. They used to take out your fucking fillings if you ate them. But... They did. I see. Yeah. I like the black sweets in most. In most things, the black currant ones, but a fruit gum's one of those where it's got the rogue, the rogue one where black isn't nice. It's licorice? No, that's no, um, it's, it's not licorice. That's no. the lion's magic gems. Is it, yeah, they're they're. I'm gonna my, say I like them. Good. They're my favourite. Like oh, my mum doesn't eat them, so she always left them for me. Something wrong with you. <laughs> I'm gonna say red ones. There we go. Red ones. Okay. Red ones. Controversial. You heard it here first. Okay, so. Uh, who's my favourite goat? Hagrid. Um, okay, John Harper says, um, if you were able to do so, what new race army faction would you introduce to AOS? Um, Valerian Shadow Elves. Uh, Neferata and Madfred, Manfred. Uh, vampires. Vampires. Scott. Ooh, I don't know. Oh, you must know. There's something in there. <laughs> There's something in there. Find There's it. something in there that you want. <laughs> what would what, what would you most like to buy? Oh, more chaos stuff. I do like the chaos, but it's kind of all done, really. More any mortal or mortal slanesh? We're talking about that, weren't we? That'd be good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm a bit, a bit boring now. All this fruit gum talk has drained my mind. Bunch of dildo finger mortals. <laughs> <laughs> all good masked up what about you then Liam proper like the realm celestial realm beasts which obviously are mentioned in the realm wars mm. like the kind of like the god beasts I would love the obviously because they gave birth to certain creatures within the realms love to see an army of like celestial beasts or like the Seraphon Great Drake uh, what is it called? The Celestial Drake. That is a model. would be quite cool. It's the size of a planet, though. <laughs> so? Just a, a one model. It's only a six by foot board. It only has to be what? It's like, <laughs> half so it's size be a five by four board? It will be, hopefully soon. Oh, let's hope not. Anyway, I'm, I'm not going to go into that debate just yet. I can, we can all moan about we'll it. We'll debate when it that next year. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sinky <laughs> says he's lost his hobby mojo. His hobby in AOS mojo since lockdown, how does he get it back? I'd hobby say play games. Play games. Yeah. Because He's a hobby I was... butterfly folk because he keeps jumping armies. I think that was what the problem for him as well was. Wow. Maybe, but I think going through lockdown, 
nobody got to play. Um, I think it's I I was the same. I I'd, I'd started just building Legion armies and I'd not gone anywhere near AOS. Um, and it's just since I've been I've been getting at least one game a week for the last what eight weeks, six weeks or something, and um, it's encouraged me to to start building and painting things. So I'd say start playing. He lives so close to common ground. Come on, Sinky, sort yourself out. Go and have a few games. Mark Roberts is on nearly every week asking for an opponent. So's Harper. Mm. Get down yeah. there. Have a few games. If I live that close to common ground, bloody hell, I'd be paying rent. So get down there and play. You'll soon want to start building and painting things when you realise what don't work in your army. Play what smaller you, games any, then and pause if you don't play 2K. What do you think? Any other tips? It can be random things like just seeing a picture on Twitter. That's that's lit a few fires to me or Instagram. Um, yeah, just something that I think oh, that's really cool. And, or even like uh, <laughs> if if there's a rage going on, like the, the, the we've talked about the raffle contrast army that that got me looking at like Seraphon and stuff. And you know, just just if anything's being debated, it just have a look at it and it's like, oh, that's nice, I like them and. Play, play against them at an event. That was that's been a classic one for me. Play against something and that gives you the. Usually you get pumped by it and, uh, <laughs> and that, that 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 gives me a bit of um, you know lust to go and explore it. It's got to be the models. I've got to be good, obviously. It's not just something beats you that's good, but it's got to have good models. That's that's always a tick box for me. Something you play, like. Yeah, play models that you like. Like that army that I'm playing now was not built for strength in the end. I liked how strong it looked when it hadn't been nerfed six million times, but I didn't just sell it and move on. I kind of <laughs> no, that's true. I grew, attach, I grew attached to it, and yeah, that got my hobby going. Just picking yeah. something that you like the look of, that you like to see on the table, and just the rules are interesting, whether it's uber strong or not. Yeah, find a character you like. Like Manfred. Appreciate Manfred and then play him. Bellicor's my Manfred. Bellicor's your new Manfred. Yeah. yeah. Until Marathi. Like, set small like goals as well. as well, for Like, write write a list of the things you want to do within, like... But even, like, small, like... So, like, tidy your desk if you have a hobby desk. If you don't have a hobby de- actual hobby area that's always set up, try and make one as well. So you've always got somewhere you can just sit down and you don't yeah. have to, like, spend 20 minutes every time you're away start painting yeah. Just actually getting stuff out and getting ready to go. Uh, pick something you want to start on. Like you say, a small project. Like literally choose a paint and go, I want to get good with that paint. Or let's see what textures I can try. Like you say, we've talked about dry brushing today. Go home bargains. Pick up some makeup brushes. Pick up an old shitty model that you don't play with or anything. Give oh, a just try. use your wife's makeup brushes. She won't mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You could do what I used to do as well, Sinky. Just um, get go to the Games Workshop website and go to Filter by Age of Sigmar and see all the armies and just scroll up and down while you have a wank. <laughs> when you reach completion, wherever your cursor is hovered, that's it. Wherever it lands. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, why is there not a random button? Can like, uh, because I feel this lucky is much more on, fun. Can like have the, I feel lucky on Google where it'll go into the Mac first search. Why does GW not have that? Like a rant, like you go in Age of Sigmar well, and you go pick a new army for me. 
Yeah, those That'd bloody cool. raffle boxes. Not raffle boxes. Raffle. Raffle. <laughs> raffle. <laughs> raffle on the mind. <laughs> those mystery boxes. boxes. The mystery boxes, yeah. Full of beast grave. Yeah. You're not see fucking elves. Did you read that guy's review on it? God, it was so <laughs> passive-aggressive. It was great. <laughs> I didn't see what was in him. Uh, pretty much GW clearing out their warehouses. Well, everybody knows Again. that's what it was going to be. Again, they weren't going to send you a free box of the new Gargants, were they? Well, I, think <laughs> the, the, I think the 40k one had some of the new kind of uh, hero new guys. characters, yeah. yeah. Characters for all the characters, yeah, chapters. like three characters, I think, in it. They had Kusaro Khan, or whatever his old, name is. Old Bikes, Old Salamander's space. guy. Yeah. Those mad uh, flagellants. The, the Raven Guard guy as well. But again, as harsh as it sounds, and people can take this how they wish. That GW and all other gaming companies and things like that know that there are whales. Whales are the people that will just buy anything no matter what it is. I wouldn't have been disappointed. No what the price. The They'll complain about the price as well, but they'll still go buy it. This is the, the system we are in. Whales. <laughs> uh, the, fi- the final the final question. Hang on. Fight the Lord. I'm trying to Right, so this comes from Animosity Campaigns, and it says, as a narrative event organiser, what are my thoughts on the Animosity Global Narrative Event Model? Mm. Yeah, I'm going to have to look at that and come back to you on that one. Yeah, I've um, heard of that before. No, well, there's a, I've, I'm looking at the, the, the profile now, and I did look at this. Yeah, it's called Animosity Campaigns, but... Mm. Sounds um, like a political should... party, and you can't I... have an opinion, Stu. So no, I'm 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 not allowed. I can neither confirm nor deny that I agree with your view. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to read into this. There's a lot of stuff on there. Um, so I'm gonna look at it, and I'm it? gonna I'm I'm gonna Episode express a <laughs> or an opinion at our next one. So yeah, there's a picture of uh, an orc. Megaboss as the avatar. So there you go. Um, and it, it looks interesting. Anything that's some kind of a story that you have the chance to contribute to. Not those really, really bad first bloody official ones that GW did. And I, I like what GW does, but those first ones were pretty nasty. Well, you all had to, log, you had to log your bloody results and put them in some big Bloody. The Realm of Life campaign. Oh, yeah. It was oh, yeah, I remember it was that. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't well managed, I don't think, but it did they get some people interested. Those sort of things. Because, like, you'll get someone, like it says, oh, who paints the most models? And you'll have, like you say, little Timmy who'll go spend £500 and paint it all within that time. And because it's per model, he cheats the system. So he chooses an army that has a heap of models in it. For like very cheap price and just sprays it all and then washes it and goes it's painted. That little Timmy's a cunt. Little Timmy's <laughs> a cunt, isn't he? I bet for when you worked at GW, uh, Nathan, you had those people. I bet oh, you're yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah, okay. They'd, they'd come in every day at like twelve o'clock in their break. I tried to discourage them. I should, but hopefully my manager that the store doesn't listen to this. But there was a guy who came in to buy the Space Marine Codex just before the new one was coming out, and I stopped him. And I don't know Again, if every GW like manager... Warrior, with you're a warrior. <laughs> Why does GW not do anything about that? Yeah. I'd like well, to you would have done the same. So this was, a, this was our little Blood Bowl 
chat, you probably saw this, Nathan, but talking about the new Snotling team that was just released, or it's pre-released now, it's not even out until Yeah, I kind of saw it, yeah. And um, they're releasing all the stuff for it, you know, the card pack and everything, dice. It's um, going to be invalidated soon, isn't it? Yeah, so the card pack's got the, the, the Blood Bowl stats for each of the positions on it, but the new version of Blood Bowl, which was clearly leaked months ahead of any GW plans, is introduced a new agility profile so there's an extra stat that's not in these cards so you're going to buy these cards and they'll be invalidated by Christmas so but you know what as well for Scott is folk love that sort of shit like I saw the guys in New Zealand were playing 6th edition Warhammer yeah yes. true Last that was game. the edition I got into the game with I recognised the rubric yeah I mean Blood Bowl is going to be hugely um, there's loyal folk there isn't there so probably a lot of folk will just stay where they are and it has been like that yeah. for years isn't it so, so it's, why give, yeah. but then look at you talk about things look at uh, Steamforge just dropping Guild Ball uh, would be a yeah it was obviously in the stars it was happening but yeah that's when you try and design a game to be competitive which then made it unfun to play kind of eat itself it, so. as a normal game you, you played that bit Scott didn't you or did you not well, well it was in that weird period where G.I. Age of Sigmar was... I played shit. it a bit. I it hadn't even come out Age of Sigmar, so it was in that little kind of... It was the pre-Wild West. It was when there was nothing. Yeah. yeah. And it was... Everyone played. was looking at, like, Infinity and all sorts of things. And, and that's when Guild Ball launched. It, you know, they, they timed yeah. that well. And they yeah. got a lot of people uh, jumping over. And we, we, we had a couple of games that looked all right. It didn't quite catch me. The, the models didn't hold enough for me, to be honest. And um, but the game... You know, a lot of people say the game was very good at that yeah. time, but that that was five years ago, and obviously it's 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 consumed itself in the last few years. So I liked it; it was good. It was a good game to play, but yeah. um, I didn't like how how you were so uh, restricted in terms of the team and the characters. There was no, I'm going to make my own, and I'm going to yeah. There's no, there's no. Uh... It's like when I came back into the hobby. That's why I came to fantasy warhammer rather than mm. the lord of the rings role-playing game that i mean miniatures game which was out at the time because i wanted to be able to create my own characters there's no, an, with, there's no anvil of apotheosis oh that now that i mean that's gold anvil of apotheosis is great i don't care what you all say <laughs> I, again Stu, i would agree with you i would think anvils is a nice thing but it should have been like a separate like five page book you know what they should have also done Gave you these like twenty a pack of twenty blank Warsaw cards that you could make them yourself. Yeah, and... I'm I'm gonna link it in the pack. Don't worry, it's one of the FAQs. Where can I get my blank War Scroll? <laughs> the things like that, they could have put that, and that would have honestly that's what gold, liquid yeah. gold. Because then yeah. even people that have like like me, I play a Nurgle army. Maggot Kane haven't had War Scroll cards since the book came out. What was now two years ago, three years ago? Uh huh. My chance of getting hold of a set of those is. Honestly, I'd be paying three times the price of what they were when they came out. Oh, you'll get a like new that, one. Like... You'll get a new one in February. But you can have mainly on the shit. It's, it's, it's the old style. It's like font the big three. ones. I like them. It's like reading. I the, actually prefer like those. The I hate these flippy cards. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's us through our uh, that's us through our questions. So good, good, good. So it's it's slightly less time than normal, but. Uh, but longer than maybe we would have wanted. But there you go. And she I said, finish, she I said, finish, yeah. <laughs> I finish my wine, and I'm uh, I'm now gonna do some rigorous editing. So uh, 
there you go. So expect so. that. Expect the upload in five minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, Orkney, you know how long it takes to upload anything. Um, but no, um, looking forward to Northern Invasion. I think that's when I'll next see you. I won't see you, Liam, because you're obviously busy until November. But we'll catch you there, and we'll yeah. we'll get back together again in the next couple of weeks. Again, like you say, if you're in the area, just give me a shout, and we can always try and see if we can. Yeah, so long as you're not have food. Or- Keep well, your cool. Yeah. No. I'm healthy. I'm I'm a good boy. I didn't go out and get drunk. Virile. Stayed in my house. <laughs> so it is um happy fiftieth episode and goodbye from Orkney. Goodbye from a currently COVID free Glasgow ish area. Not really. TTFN, Tata for now. Oh, Sorry, I'm on the GW website. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye for me. Oh, I have to press a button now.
Someone, show 